Rowena Dooley asking Stull citizens to report for duty. Greetings, 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 and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and today is February the 5th, Sunday, and we're back for another interesting and fun-filled conversation with the Soul Citizens, and I'm joined by two of the cool Soul Citizens in our group here. We haven't seen them in a little while. Going to start with my left, your right, first with Jade Starwatcher. Jade, how you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Good to see you. Well, good to see your picture. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. And... Good, good, to, good to see you and uh, be back on the show. Good, good. And uh, after that, we have a GoMob ATL. What's up, my brother? Greetings, Earthlings. You know what I didn't ask you earlier? Were you familiar with that club that I sent you that video on or no? No, the, the no. I, um, I sent it to my sister-in-law that lives down there. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was they know anything about it. pretty crazy thing. I thought maybe, I know you got the hookup down in Georgia, so I said, well, maybe his brother knows what this is, but okay. But well, I was in Alabama. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, it was Alabama. I saw, you know what? It was, I think it was Forgive me for but... sending it to you. I was speeding through oh, it, no, and I thought I saw weird. Atlanta. It was still funny, because the chick walked up and tried to put out the fire <laughs> like a cup of water. It was a raisin inferno. She got, ah! <laughs> Hey, you can't blame her for trying, brother. Okay, she tried. Okay, she Where tried. Where the fire fingers at, man? I Ain't nobody treat all about no fire safety. I a cup know. of water gonna be nothing. I know. Hey, listen. Um, thank you, Shimpasta, for the resub. We appreciate that for nine months. Uh, boy, oh boy, he's got a whole bunch of stuff in here. I can't read all that. It's, it's all squished up. But thank you, Shimpasta. I'll try to make sure I check that out later when you post it. Um, hey, this week's show. I've got to do a little bit of trivia here. It's called Now and Later. And uh, Go Mob, you've been around a little while. Could you pronounce how that is actually said? Because, you know, last week, Fast Card said Now and Later. Do you know how that's pronounced on the screen? Now, later. All right, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Jade, are you familiar with that term? Now, latest. <laughs> so you know nah, what they are. See, no, 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 no. Do not use the hard R. That is a pizza. <laughs> That is a fifth. <laughs> no hard R. Now later. There you go. The A H on the end. Now later. All right. Now later. Yeah, I never, I never had these, but okay. like I know, uh, like people in my family have have had them before, and, oh, yeah. and so like I, I knew, I heard it before. Like, oh yeah, now later, because it gets, <laughs> they gets like stuck to your teeth, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you basically. chew them, you're not supposed to chew them. See, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're supposed to just put them in your mouth and let them dissolve. And that's time. why they were now and later. You have it now and yeah. it'll last you till they later. Still make yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Back... I'm stealing them from my kids all the damn time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> back in the day, way back, they used to call, some stores used to have them called penny candies. And what they could do is you, for every penny, you could buy a piece of candy. And so a lot of times people would get some now and laters and they would say, give me 10 cents or give me 20 cents of now and laters. And they give you 20 of them. Later on, they got fancy, put them into packages and everything and people buy them by the pack. But that was something that just within the African-American community, I don't know about any other communities out there. Some of the other communities on here, y'all could tell me if y'all call them now and laters, but in our community, they were called now and laters. All right, now and later, now, now and it's almost like now, when, later. Later. No, we call later. it now later. 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 
Not no. Later. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but the show today is about now and later. And this came up because quite often we talk with various people who are playing Star Citizen or we read the forums or we see videos and people will talk about how the game is now. And quite often they think the way the game is now is the way it will be later. Or to the other side of that is a lot of people have no idea of how the game will be later. They just think, for example, if a certain tier mechanic comes out, uh, the tier comes out and you hear some people say, oh, well, that's just tier zero or that's just tier one. Then there are other people who say, I can't believe this is all there is to this mechanic because they actually think that what they have in their hands is the final thing. Uh, for those of you who've been playing the game any length of time, quite a, many of us thought that, you know, mining would have stopped maybe two or three mechanics back. I thought once they got the lasers going and once they got the uh, consumables, once they got the consumables, I said, oh, okay, that, that this is fleshed out pretty good. No, there was more stuff coming. And so right now we're going to talk about some of the other uh, things like salvage and stuff and talk about other aspects of the game uh, where people don't maybe don't know that the way the game is now is not the way it's going to be later. There's even going to be some things we're going to talk about that we've seen in the past that may come back to the game that we don't have. So there's going to be a lot of stuff we're covering. So those of you who are in chat today, hope you guys can chip in and join in. If there's something that we miss or something that you know, please, we don't know at all. So feel free to drop in and uh, and help us out with this show. So Jade, I'm going to go to you first uh because we're gonna like we're just and we're, by the way guys these, these are not necessarily any particular order They're, we just put them in an alphabetical list for our sanity's sake so just understand that go mob tell me did i do good on the graphics on that does it look okay you did you did you did i did and, you know what i'm saying i took me back you know what i'm saying and you hit on a lot of stuff a lot of a lot of easter eggs in there <laughs> uh you know what I'm saying? A lot Devel of shots fired. You, you, like, you like the development flavor? You like that in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not quite done yet type of thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. the, 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 what's that? The, the non-lasting alpha? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know Somebody noticed like, the good. details. It's good. Now, now, now you, you missed the opportunity. You could have said net weight, you know what I'm saying? 3.8. Oh, now see, yeah. that would have been good. You're right. Yeah. That would have been good. I did miss that. <laughs> or, or even I could have said net weight zero, 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 whichever way you want to look at it. Right? Hey, look, okay, look. okay. You could have said, I'll, you could have been, you know, you know MSCU or something. There crazy, you go. You know? See, next yeah, time you know, I'll, but... I'll, I'll bounce it off you next time, yeah, because you can give me some good ideas. Okay, let's go to the very first thing that we're going to talk about here. And I'm going to open up with Jade on this on buyback hangers and tokens. Um, okay. For those of you who don't know about the buyback tool, uh, it's listed. I'm going to put the link in for this. You know, I don't even know if we have a mod here today because I know everybody's been kind of running around doing stuff. Mr. Admiral's up. Admiral's up. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, he's up in. He's, ah, no, he's, he's at the Paris Yeah, he's, he's, that's what I said. He's on vacation, so he told yeah. me I know where he's at. All right, okay. let me let me go ahead and drop this in. Okay, so you guys can follow. These are just references, as you guys know. It's not necessarily what we're reading from, but buyback tool is a list of reclaimed pledges you can buy back. Some of these pledges may include rare and limited run ships. The use of store credits requires possession of a credit buyback token. Jade, let's talk about buybacks. Yes. Kind of the history of buybacks and uh, anything you want to share about that and tokens. Well, this all came about before my time. So I, I came into the game in like two point, late 2.5, early 2.6. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, as I understand it, um, I don't really actually know that the history, like why this became a thing. Mm. I just know that it's always existed yeah. uh, for me and that, you know, people 
people use them to reorganize their hangar. I heard somebody told me, and I don't know if there's any truth to this, and mm -hmm. this is not from CIG, but that it was so that, you know, as people, um, you know, played the game as it was being developed, that they could, like, test out new things like they add mining that they could like you know melt a ship and then like buy a prospector or something mm -hmm. like i don't know if that had anything to do with it it did um do you okay did. all right yeah it was it was another form of you know what we, we, we used what we call the melt right that was the idea it wasn't necessarily a refund but the buyback hangar became that place where obviously you could not only know what you had tried in the past right but it also maintained the pricing in that area too for whatever you bought so if there was an increase this wasn't until later right because in the beginning you didn't get the price increases that much uh but if you remember for example like the starfarer when it came out i think it was 185 and then when we first came out with the concept and when it went on sale several times after that but then when it came out it went to 300 bucks now if you still had that melt in your hangar you got to pay 185 to get it out right that was one thing that was cool about it that was a benefit i should say of if you yeah. decided to go back to it later. But uh, no, you, you hit it you hit it on the head. Uh, Gomob, do you remember anything about the whole buyback thing and any history about it at all? Uh, I can't, I was put on to the buybacks. Um, I'm not gonna say like later on and like towards its current iteration, mm -hmm. but I do, I mean, if I do remember correctly, um, there were a lot less restrictions on it that were essentially being abused by a lot of folks mm -hmm. uh, before they kind of tightened down on it, you know, and said, hey, look, you can't use um, store credit and unless you have tokens mm -hmm. um, to, to use store credit on the ship. And then um, and just recently they, they made another change to say, well, hey, look, if you, if you buy it at a promotional, we can sit, so there's a difference. There's a, there's a promotional price, mm -hmm. and then there is a price that may go up, mm -hmm. right? So a promotional price, I believe, would be something like a uh, war bond sale or mm -hmm. something like that, where <clears> like, <throat> hey, a ship is normally going to be 175, 200, but you can get it for 155 mm -hmm. for, you know, war bond, and you get it play around with it. Mm, it's not where I want it to be right now, but I can see it being something I want in the future. Let me free up that those funds to get something else. You you melt it or exchange it, as they say it in the um, hangar, send it back. If the price goes back up out of the war bond, now I believe the price goes back up in the buybacks as well. Mm. What? Oh, mm. I don't, I still have a glaive on buyback and it's the original price. But he's saying if it's promotional. Oh, okay. It wasn't a promotional mm -hmm. price, yeah. right? So if it is a promotional price, like if it's on sale, mm -hmm. uh, okay. at a discounted price, you don't, that, that, that discounted price will not yeah, some, say. Sometimes the ship comes out, if you buy it war bond, it's 20 bucks cheaper than if you buy it with credit. So yeah. that's the promotional right. price. But he's saying later okay. on, if you mix it, you don't get that promo price back later on. That's interesting. Right. I remember when tokens didn't exist. And a lot of this goes hand in hand with how the terms of service have changed over the years too. Because in the beginning, refunds was still a thing, right? So CIG kind of gave, mm -hmm. it, it was a little bit of a buffer they gave themselves. that if somebody didn't like something, instead of what the normal thing we would do as consumers is ask for a refund. But instead of doing a refund, you were able to basically get a credit, not only a credit, 
but also that ship that you kind of thought you liked or maybe liked or might want later, maybe because it's coming later, you can still retain it in your hangar and retain it at that price. That prevented some people from saying, give me a refund for my money. So remember terms of service changed over the years. In the beginning, people could ask for a refund, no big deal. Later, it got to a point where you could ask for a refund if you had a reasonable reason. Then later on, they started implementing the terms of service further to a point where it was like, okay, you, you got 30 days before you can ask for a refund, right? <clears throat> Extenuating circumstances, they would do refunds. But at the same time, the buyback thing changed too. There were no tokens and there became tokens. Then they have it now where if you're concierge, right, Jade, you get two tokens. Is that right? Yes. You get two tokens. Well, yeah, like I only have the one though. So, and I haven't bought anything back. I think you have to use that that second token or something. I, I don't know. I only have the one though. I thought but every I quarter. I had two. Yeah, you should have gotten you get two. Yeah, you should have yeah. to get two. Yeah, every quarter. Yeah, I had I two. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe I maybe didn't somebody. Maybe somebody's using your token on you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. I. I have a question for you, Griff. Though, since all this is subject to change, and that the whole premise of this was so that people could try out new game mechanics, do you think that they're going to eliminate this now that we have ship purchasing they're, and renting in games? They. They been now. Some of y'all chat. I'm gonna pull on you guys for the resources here. I'm gonna pull on you for the resources. Years ago, the question came up to Ben Lesnick. How long will it be before we won't be able to do buybacks anymore? And his response was, I don't know. I can't answer that question right now, but we will give you fair warning. In other words, there, from what I understood, help me out chat. They were basically saying there's going to come a point where buybacks are going to be gone, but we will give you a heads up. We may get 90 days, whatever it is. Say, Hey, listen, come June of 2023 buybacks. Will, if there's anything in your hangar, you want to get out. <laughs> you got 90 days or 180 days to work toward it. So that gave me the impression because of that question that came out that there will be a time when that buyback hanger is no longer going to be there. Now, everything changes with CIG, right? That's what uh, Jared tells us that everything, only thing that's constant has changed. Maybe they will retain it. But the impression I got when that question went out, I remember Ben Lesnick saying, we will give you a heads up in plenty of time to let you know about the buyback hanger. So let's see, dark... Darkness Muta said they changed the wording of the buyback FAQ last year when they killed the CCU buyback. So don't bank on ships keeping their original prices forever. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Heavy Bob, thank you for rewriting history there. What do you mean rewriting history? I'm not rewriting history. Bob, you know, I know history better than you do. Go jump in the lake. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's go don't on. Be the troll. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm not feeding the, the troll. troll. I'm not feeding the troll. Just that Bob knows, he, Bob, just, Bob just knows he can't come in here and talk trash. That's all. And he ain't going to trash me. That's definitely not going to happen here. So, nope, not going to happen. Um, okay, <laughs> let's go on and go on to the next one here. Let's talk about pledging for ships because that's the next one. All right. Pledging for ships. Uh, let's see. During the development of the game, it is only required to purchase, pledge, a game package, or in any other in any other higher tier package that contains a Star Citizen digital download. To play the in-development alpha version, Star Citizen Alpha Universe, there are currently no plans that will require a recurring payment or any other form of subscription. That has always been a contested thing that people have asked about GoMob, whether or not this is a subscription, will it become subscription, pay to win, whatever you want to call it. Any thoughts about pledging for ships and the future of pledging for ships? Will we still be pledging for ships when the game goes release will we just be pledging for starters what do you think could happen or has cg ever talked about it i mean 
only thing we can go off of right now is the way it is now and what they said. And they so far, there's given no indication that this is going to be a subscription uh, based game. Um, so, hey, look, if you, 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 you got to buy a ship to come in, uh, you want to, that's fine. You know, uh, it, it could be, you know, right now, we've seen that uh, a lot of companies have used this model at a different scale, but it works for them, right? Mm -hmm. Like a 10 cent, you know? Um, a lot of their games are free to play. Jump in, play, do all you want, you know? Oh, you want to really have a good experience? It's cool, just go to our in-game shop and buy this other thing. It may not make you more powerful, but it'll make your experience better. Mm -hmm. That's on the better side. On the worst side, you have things like, you know, the Diablo Immortal mobile crap, where it's like, you just couldn't play the game unless you paid them. Money. Right. Um, so hopefully they don't go that route. Um, unfortunately, you know, if they do go that route, I'm already down that route. Because I've spent thousands of dollars on ships already. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> let me, let me, that's not required for anybody else to have a, let me, a let, good experience. Let me throw this out to you because that, that was a major piece from the very, from the Kickstarter on down that they wouldn't ever do like a subscription thing. Uh, but, the, but this does, the reason why I think people go there is because people always say, well, how will they generate funds later on? I think that's been right. it. You know, can cosmetics, cosmetics. What, what, but, can, but can cosmetics be enough? And I'm not saying it's not, I'm just saying those are the type of questions that people have asked. Who are you going to say, Jay? from Elite Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but elite, but elite be pushing them DLCs out for another 40 bucks too. You know? True, yeah. true. But I mean, <laughs> well, we, don't, we don't know that Star Citizen won't do something, I don't want to say similar, but, um, you know, we don't, we don't know. Like, it could be. You get yeah. DLC, like, um, stuff to furnish your hab or your, your uh, base or whatever. Like, yeah. I, you know, there's so many things and we're going to get to them later on because we haven't gotten there yet, but there's so many things that I could see as income streams that don't involve ships. Uh, oh yeah. They Agreed. Can do in the future. Agreed. Agreed. I, that's why I don't, that's why I don't think it's going to be about ships. I yeah. think that starters yeah, will be there when you come into the game, when you purchase the game. Um, you know, I think what the game is supposed to go for, what, fifty nine ninety five something like that when it comes out. Yeah. So you get a starter, you get to pick which starter you want. Um, the time we get to, by the time this game comes out, inflation is going to make that game $100. I would pay $100 for a dance pack of just dance emotes that are good. Like, the good there's moves. a lot of things they could do, right? Yeah, yeah but there's a lot of in-game and out-of-game stuff as far as the company goes, right, that they can yeah. do to generate funds to support the development. So your vote... Uh, for pledging of ships, what do you guys think? Uh, is CIG, uh, you know, again, now we're pledging for ships. Are we saying later on we see that they could probably they're going to eliminate that? I what think they'll think? continue to have new ships purchasable from the store outside of the game mm. at, at a cost. Uh, the only challenge is they will have to have those same ships released in store for purchasable at the same time mm -hmm. otherwise if those ships are anything like the way they release ships now where it's always rock paper scissors and the new ship that comes out is the sledgehammer in the rock paper scissors game right mm -hmm. it's always you know um and the people that pay money have a advantage over the people that 
just have money. You could be sitting on a billion AUEC or a billion UEC and some guy that dropped $400 in the plant store or ship store is mm -hmm. like, the better ship I can do better than you. That's yeah. not fair. Uh, as long as it's released simultaneously, mm -hmm. it, I have no problem with it, them putting it out there. Um, kind of like World of Warcraft does right now, right? Mm -hmm. Where they have the uh, the WoW tokens where you can buy one for 20 bucks and go sell them on the auction house for the going rate and get gold. Okay. It doesn't necessarily give you anything other than just gold right. um, or access to anything sooner or, you know, that's that impacts gameplay. Right. But it's still a, a good revenue stream. Gotcha. All right, let's jump into the next one then. <clears throat> Inventory and encumbrance. Uh, during your exploration of the stars, you will eventually acquire a lot of stuff and you will need to place it somewhere. The personal inventory system is how you do that. It is, and as with other games that feature a wealth of equipment and other items, learning how to manage your inventory is important. And I wanna tie this in with encumbrance jade. Um, yes. We already have some of it right now, right? We notice the speed, for example, depending on what type of armor you're wearing. Uh -huh can encumber you, slow you down. Yeah. Um, but CIG has talked about the fact that even things you carry on you, right, will eventually be impacted. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if, if right now, if you wear a, a full backpack on your armor, you're gonna see if you move slightly slower than mm -hmm. you would if you didn't have that backpack or, you know, obviously heavy armor. Mm -hmm. All these things are an encumbrance. Like if you really wanna beat somebody on foot, just have an undersuit. Mm. Like, Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I know that from, we had a foot race, uh, Atmo Esports did a foot race once, and, you know, that was pretty apparent. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, go mob. Uh, what about ships? That's another factor, right? I mean, ships right now have these huge cargo areas in them, um, but, but we can't use them. We can't utilize them. Uh, CIG has talked about that weight will be a factor on ships as far as, you know, flying them. Uh, particularly out of atmosphere when you're stocked up with cargo. Uh, do you think that they'll also do that with, you know, inventory as far as, uh, you know, our lockers, things we put in on that level too? Or do you think it'll just be more cargo based? Because they have said that they will impact us with taking off with a full ship versus a ship that does, that's not encumbered. Yeah, I mean, they said they'll, you know, if, if you got a heavy ship, it'll be harder on your thrusters. Um, but pardon me for thinking, hell, we're a thousand years in the future. I don't think the thruster technology would be able to get these ships off the ground, or at least the ships would be designed to lift up, you know, even if slowly, um, the, the, you know, whatever you can put into that ship. Um, as far as on your person, uh, I'm kind of split on this. I don't necessarily want to have yet another sim realism thing mm -hmm. to track mm -hmm. where I, you know, I got to track my, my, my health, my oxygen, my hydration, my food, my weight, you know, my suit power level, mm -hmm. you know, radiation protection soon, radiation, <laughs> wind direction, you know, yeah, you know, my, my you know, cycle, yeah. you know, yeah. Do I got to poof? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really, uh, I, I get it. They can do it. It could be, you know, they, they could add a, they could add a size. Yeah. Cause right now everything is based on how big it is, like how much size, and it doesn't really matter how heavy it is. Mm -hmm. um, they can add a, 
it's, yeah. yeah, I know. They can do it. I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, if I'm saying if they're going to do it on our person, you know, it's difficult. I know. Uh, who's this? Uh, Tr or Trigger? Trigger Switch talked about the fact that they've hinted at adding uh, fighter ship stores. They already have started doing that. In fact, uh, the Gladius has storage. There's several ships now that already have storage, external storage, and internal storage to them. Uh, and, and the question becomes: Does that rifle I'm carrying or that grenade launcher I'm carrying also add to the weight of my ship? You know. Uh, he mentions about the fact that you're gonna have to take your backpack off when you want to get on your ship. We're used right now. You can wear your backpack, sit in the chair. CIG has definitely told us that. Nope, you're not gonna be able to wear heavy armor. Correct, Jay? Heavy armor yes. or wear a backpack when you're flying yep. your ship. That's coming later. You know. So. Yes. And, you know. I'd be okay if you could buy a seat that is tailored to be able to fit. <laughs> You don't want to take that backpack and, off. And a heavy armor. No, oh, heavy no armor. you got to take oh, your backpack armor. off. Okay, but heavy armor. You got to take your backpack off, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And have have something. I mean, but think about it. But you oh, can't man, fly with heavy armor, though. You can't fly with heavy armor on, man. Sure you can. If, nah. if, look, if, I'm in a, if, if I am if I, if I am flying in a, if you're in a vulture, or not a vulture, but um, uh, what's that ship? The, the drop ship, the big one. Um, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, the Valkyrie. Yeah, you're in a Valkyrie, right? And those drop, those drop seats, they ain't much bigger than a freaking cockpit seat, right? Uh, so those folks will be expected to be in heavy armor. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can wear. They just said flying. They said piloting. I'm not saying other seats on the ship now. Right. So piloting, right? So, but if you could say, all right, look, it, it you you got to pay extra, and it's a module that you could put in your ship so that you could be a part of the actual drop team right you ain't got to be just a pilot you could you know land your ship grab your gun and get out there with the folks now man i'm just thinking if you <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare let's say you're running out of a cave heavy under fire you got to get the hell up out of there and you got a backpack on they got look as long as they give me a button that says fling this mug across the room <laughs> off my back right if i gotta be like mm. Game, you know, and, and meanwhile, I'm on. Uh, uh, that's not gonna work. Well, here, that's not gonna work. Here, here's yeah, the, here's if I, the if I deal. Do a quick, a hot drop of the backpack. I'm cool with it. But if I, I if I can't just hop into the seat and take off and deal with that stuff when I'm in in, in a safe space of now, if I'm like in the seat and I'm hunched over and my my view is bad because I can't lift my head up because the backpack. Okay with that. There's some armor like that now where the vision is is messed up because of the type of helmet there is. I'm just saying. I don't know. Would you really want to wear? Though. Yeah, but would you really want to wear heavy armor and fly a ship? Uh, and I, there's the balance between fun and realism. And I don't know where that balance is. Yeah, but to I mean, me, if you're the pilot, you want to go with the guys. When they're getting off the ship, your lo your locker should be right there behind you. Put your armor on and get off the ship. That's that's how I look. Think at about it. this. Think about it. Mandalorian. He ain't wearing heavy armor. He's wearing sure armor. He is. No, best he's guy, not. Best no, Beskar is, Beskar is, is, is not, not heavy, heavy armor. armor. It's not Beskar. It is the type of metal it is. It is not heavy armor. It's Beskar. Yeah, that's some <clears throat> clinky, clinky armor. Do you ever see him walking around like? Do you ever see him walking around like he's like he's tired in that armor? He'd be running in that armor. That, that no, is just Beskar. It's it is lightweight. In the future, look, we've oh, been okay, running well, around with this heavy armor. Doesn't mean it's got to be you, heavy. Okay, well, if you go in there, well, I said heavy armor. Now, if you go in there and say you got some futuristic armor that's super lightweight that takes the damage, okay, I agree with you. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll see. It's heavy as in they could take heavy damage. Oh, heavy okay. Impact. Okay. All right. I'm referring to a mass. I'm referring to yeah. mass. So, okay. I don't, know what's going I don't think that heavy armor should necessarily be bulky 930 years in the future. I'm going with what we got now. Y'all talking I about know. later. I know. <laughs> like the armor that we have now, right? The MK4, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, is the armor that I go with, mm -hmm. right? There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to sit. Now, if they give me a penalty on my movement or something, movement or dexterity okay. or whatever, then, but they can't say, nah, you got to take that off, homie, before you get in. But I'm, they, they're chasing me. I got to go. Sorry. <laughs> you got you to gotta get naked and you got to put it over there in the closet. Uh, okay fair Bye. enough fair enough let me get some shout outs real quick go mob thank you for the resub as well moriar thank you and coffee gaming thank you as well for those subs you guys are awesome we appreciate you thank you thank you thank you hey thanks for the okay. subscription uh okay let's move on inventory to cover so let's get you're, you're actually bringing us in jade already kind of touched on a little bit let's talk about flight suits go mob let's talk about flight suits um because you mentioned about power cells and some other stuff you know, the CIG is kind of flirted with the ideas. Uh, what we have now is basically a suit. I don't think the suit really impacts you in any way right now, does it? Other than what just light weight? I mean, it doesn't do anything. Um, so, yes, yes, it does. What does it do? So, suits have a, a thermal protection properties. Right. Very slight, but it, it, it's minimal, know, right? Minimal. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they have uh, damage reduction properties. Oh, they do. As well. Okay. Just a little bit, but yeah. Okay. Just a very little bit. Okay. That's a very small bit. Now, as, let, me ask you, let me ask you a question. Is it implemented or is it just on the chart? It's in the, it's in the tool tip. Now, I have not gone through and done my, to you test know. Just out to see? Okay. Right. Gotcha. I haven't said, does it take four shots to kill me naked? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> when you... When you go to buy a, a suit, an undersuit, it'll tell you like how much uh, damage reduction. Damage reduction is yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So some of the things that we highlighted here for this, guys, I'm sorry, I didn't change my slide, is EVA oxygen and damage. Jade, I'll let you go with this one first. Anything in, in those areas with, or anything else about flight suits now versus later you want to bring up? Right. So um, now... As far as, uh, well, we'll start with EVA. So we, we've we all seen, or everybody who saw the last CitizenCon has seen the changes to EVA. Um, one of the big differences now is that your, your suit, and this never made sense to me, your suit automatically stops you, right? The jets on it fire mm -hmm. when you stop inputting, uh, you know, a, a direction, right? Mm -hmm. they, it, it fires to stop you, which is totally counterintuitive for for people that are in the space games right or space like you know it, it's the whole newton's laws of motion thing right like mm -hmm. i shouldn't have my suit automatically stopping me if i don't want it to i should be able to be decoupled mm -hmm. and if and if i want to then in the future and and you know some of what they've showed is that we will actually be able to do that we're going to actually need uh to use different things you mm -hmm. know like um, right now, you can use like a tractor beam to you know pull yourself along. Um, there's going to be gripping, mm -hmm. you know, like being able to um, you know kind of pull yourself along mm -hmm. horizontally. Um, so that that's going to be a big difference for EVA mm -hmm. uh, in the future. You know, later, later. Sorry, <laughs> versus uh, versus now. Yeah. Um, oxygen. Uh, we talked about this pre-show. Like they've gone back and forth 
in terms of what's in game with this about your suit running out of oxygen, um, you know, and how, how fast it runs out of oxygen. Uh, so, you know, oxygen is a consumable, right? And yeah. there's a reason that we have oxy pins. We don't, nobody hardly uses them now because we don't have to, but mm -hmm. in the future, you may have to, you know, use those oxy pins. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I I did back in the day a couple times when when the suits you know if you're out on an atmosphere or planet or whatever, and my oxygen was getting low and I I used the oxypin I was like glad I had bought one for once you know. Yeah, I remember three came out mm -hmm. like all that was all that was turned on. Yep. you could run out of oxygen yeah. just walking around on uh Daymar or Yella. Yeah, in fact, yeah, no, some no, of you some... it's still in the game. Oh yeah. It's still in the game. Yeah. Anybody who tells me oxygen in the game ain't uh, tried to escape prison. <laughs> okay, go by because tell us that. Yes. It is a part that is the that is the timer of the prison escape. That's why you can't lollygag. You mm. got to keep it moving and 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 the timer is tight. You just barely have enough time to get to that Ursa rover and because you probably going to be on no oxygen by the time you get there it it, mm -hmm. it doesn't go as fast yeah so yeah shakes yeah listen to shakes shakes is the expert in escaping prison okay he look it is still in the game it's just not as punishing as it was in the past yeah and remember you remember there were times man you couldn't even get from your uh from your hab to the uh to the hangar before you were thirsty right there were times right. where your the, the hydration would just drop so fast Oxygen used to be the same way, man. You step outside and that thing would just start tick, 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 tick down. You may have 15, 20 minutes. Now it's a little bit more forgiving, but even still, it's still in the game. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't remember, I haven't had this happen in a while, but I know for a fact that there was a time when you were on your ship, helmet on, right? You're riding on the ship because back then, some ships were not <laughs> didn't always have oxygen on them in yeah, certain areas, so we used to fly with our helmet on all the time. And all of a sudden, you would start going, and you'd start realizing that I think it was like twenty or thirty minutes had gone by, and you were suffocating, and you had to take your helmet off to get oxygen. Uh, I have not yeah. seen, and this is my only problem. Go mob, and maybe some people can check and say this. What I haven't seen is the oxygen meter pop up in a while, because that used to be the way that you knew that your oxygen was running low, and I just haven't seen Find it in a while. Prison. Try to escape. I'm, I'm, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from your prison scenario. I'm referring to like the one when I'm on a ship, and I've been on a ship for a while with a helmet. So maybe I'm, you know, I maybe, I'm, maybe it's working in the prison because the atmosphere is there. But I, no, I haven't had so it. So the ships that you were on, the ships that you were on are supposed to have uh, atmo, and you're yeah. not so I wouldn't run out your ship. Right, you're not supposed to be using your suit at, uh, oxygen while you're on a ship. I agree. If you're, and what I'm, saying, happened, what I'm saying is that, but what I'm saying is that, no, Christendom said when you got on your ship, you're supposed to take your helmet off. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that before, if you left your helmet on, even if there was oxygen on your ship, you would suffocate if you didn't take your helmet off. No, I think that, that was before the, sorry, mind if I jump in? Um, I think that was before your suit would replenish itself if you were in a right. you know oxygen uh, nitrogen atmosphere, yeah. right? Okay. Oxygenated atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Replenish its oxygen reserves. Okay. With the atmosphere that you're in. Gotcha. So there is no there's gotcha. no reason to take your helmet off if the ship is not bugged. 
and they're yeah. gonna have a sp spot in okay. it that doesn't because I had a Vanguard and I'd be running around, I'd be spending hours doing bounty hunting missions, trying to work my way up the ladder, and all of a sudden I started suffocating. Uh -huh. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And there was a bug in the Vanguard in the cockpit where it just for some reason didn't have oxygen. So I depleted all the O2 out of my suit and started dying. I had to get out of my seat and run to the back of the ship where it did have O2 and to replenish it in order to keep playing. It's, it was a weird bug. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, as you talked about that bug too, they basically it turned on uh, the thing where your ship would have an atmosphere. And if you opened the door or you open the cockpit yeah. or whatever, it would lose that. But because we don't have life support systems in the game yet, it wouldn't replenish. Right. Right. And so that's, right. that's why back that. then you ran out of oxygen ah. in your ship okay. sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, damage. The CIG did talk about the pot. I don't know if they're ever going to do this, but I remember them talking about repairing your flight suit. If you got damaged, I don't know if that's still a thing. Do you guys remember anything about that? Nope. I've, I've heard him say it, uh, you know, again, that's another thing that's like another thing to manage. For those that really want like a you know super duper realism in a game, I don't necessarily want it. I'm just asking. I, have you heard anything yeah, about it? That's all. I, I've seen it be mentioned, and again, it's it's a lot of those passing ideas uh, that come from the brain of Chris Roberts that you're like, don't do it, this man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like because again, I've said this, yo guys, you know, yeah, folks of the show probably heard me. That this game should be challenging, mm -hmm. not punishing. Right. That will be a punishing mechanic, in my opinion. Um, okay. But I don't put it past them. All right. Shake says, I'm surprised Chris hasn't made us have batteries in our armor or suits. Guess what, Shakes? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Later. It ain't there now, but later. It is coming. It's coming. Okay. Good stuff. All right, let's go to this one here. <clears throat> Boy, what a history here about hangers and flare. Uh, when the full version of Star Citizen releases, your hangar will be physically located at a particular starting location of your choice. Currently, hangers exist in a private instance, only accessible to you. Now, of course, we're talking about, <clears throat> as you guys know, when you go to the menu screen, well, some of you don't know because some of you, maybe when you all came in the game, you couldn't even access private hangers, but on the menu screen, you used to be able to click on going to your own hangar. And in that hangar, you could call up your ships. You could walk around on your ships. You could take what we called hangar flare, some of the flare items that you would get. You could decorate your hangar. Uh, you could set up your jukebox. You could set up your flowers. You could lay out your cot, your work table, all these cool things that we paid $3, $5, $8 for. And the hangars have been disabled now for quite a while. Since it's 3.15, maybe? 3.12? Long time back. Um, go Mob, let me go to you on this about the hangers because people have always asked that question. When will my friends be able to come to my hangar? Even now in the verse, your friends can come to a hangar. It's not necessarily yours. It's only yours because your ship happens to be parked there. But CIG has elaborated with the cargo refactor of, you know, being able to do, have your stuff stored in a hangar. Are we getting closer, you think, to that? They said they are. They're working on the hangar module, and and it's been, it's actually been on the roadmap a few times, and they keep pushing it back. I think mainly for uh, PES and the 
the big cargo refactors. So, mm -hmm. and as, as well as uh, some of the um, uh, server meshing stuff. So I think it's imminent. Um, I would dare to say even possibly this year, maybe, but I don't know. I'm not one to give dates. Mm. Um, but you know, I know that they've done the work on the actual hanger module on the actual in-game persistent hangers. They've done the work on the persistent hangers. It's just the back end changes that need to happen for them to be able to. And Griff, I just want to underscore something, uh, Gumab have said here. Um, yeah, I won't give a date either, but. I think this is imminent because of something I noticed with 3.18. If you look in your inventory, all that hanger flare is now in your inventory. Yep. Why would we have that there if it wasn't going to be of use sometime in the not too distant future? So I, I think we're probably closer to the persistent hangers um, than a lot of people realize. And, and that's why we, you know, we can see all of our old hanger flare in our, uh, you know, in our inventory app. Yeah, yeah. Some and, of the and and, and I, I, I do want to say one quick sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. All right. All right, CIG, I'm talking to you. Okay. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Go camera moment again. Y'all talking much yourself. CIG, I'm talking to y'all. Surprise us. <laughs> Don't tell us. Yes. <laughs> Don't even put it on the on the roadmap. Just say. Just drop oh, it. Yeah, by the way, and just drop it. <laughs> That this would be good. Speed. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help you. Okay. Um, don't, 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 don't say, oh, we're working on it. Or, hey, Jared, if you're watching, <laughs> don't, don't do a, a Star Citizen Live, Inside Star Citizen, until it's out, until it, like, like, talk about 319 and, uh, and the features. If that one is ready to go rock solid, do not tell us. <laughs> Just drop it. Just drop it. Okay. Yep. I, I agree. I think it would be cool. I mean, and, and to your point, both GoMob and Jade, you guys both bring up points. They have given us hints because we do know that the elevators, the, the new cargo elevators was something they were talking about that they were working on for our being able to access them with our friends. Um, the tractor beam issue was another factor they were talking about. Uh, so yeah, what is t will that be tier one, tier two of the cargo refactor? I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping cargo decks become a factor. I didn't even put cargo decks down, but I'll let that go. But uh, yeah, hanger flare. Just so you guys will know, all flare is not decoration. There were some flare that we were given years ago that actually had a function. One of them being the work table. You guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Jay, do you remember the work table? No, I just have the hollow tables. Okay. There is a work table that they gave us that was supposed to be able to, when you went into your hangar where you could either do repair or modifications, there was something tied to that. Uh, another flare item, the handcuffs that you could get if you bought the Cutlass Blue, I'm not Cutlass Blue, the, um, it was the Avenger back in the day. But I think the Cutlass Blue also had that if you bought the original package, there was a stun baton and handcuffs. Those were not just decorative. You were supposed to be able to use those. There are some other items that they've given us before in the past. I don't know if the big bidding machine, yes, the locker from another universe. Thank you, Shakes. That was also supposed to be usable as well. Some of you remember the jukebox from back in the day. The jukebox at one point did work where it played music out for you in your hangar. Hey Griff, calendar. Griff, I don't know if your if it's your if your mic came unplugged or what. It did. It did. 
Thank you. Oh. Thank you for uh, catching it for me. Uh, right, Lycan? No. Somebody said it. Thank you. Um, thanks, Pops. Yeah, there's a lot of those different items that we had, the flare items that actually were supposed to have some function in the game, not just decoration. So, um, yeah. I always wondered, Jay, remember the plants that they gave us? Yes. I always wondered whether or not we'd be able to take those and use those for gardening or horticulture in some form yeah. in the game. You know, I hope so. Yeah, I wondered about that. And um, the fish, the aquarium, uh, yeah, all, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And the calendar, like, I remember calendar, that, looking yes. at that calendar, like, why is this thing out of date? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully that some of that stuff is not just for decoration, but there's actually uses that you can do in the game. Okay. Uh, that's enough for Hank. Oh, hey, real Hank. quick, Colossal, this is for you, baby. <laughs> this is for you, baby. I know you out there, Colossal. Yeah, you know he's out there. I know um, you out there, Colossal. Check it out, champions. All right, go ahead. Uh, one other thing about hangers. Um, any feedback about what's going to happen with those hangers? Because we do have hangers that are specifically designed to fit into certain places. There was the uh, the the asteroid hanger was one. What was the other three hangers? The uh, self selfland hanger. New York. Revel in yeah, Revel and Lord, Selfland, and then the, um, the, the other semi nice one. The one that's yeah, beautiful. I forget the name of it. Um, something industrial. Um, now the industrial was the asteroid hanger. That's the that's the or asteroid hanger. I'm talking Selfland. about the Selfland was the Selfland uh, is the one that's the green one with the yellow, like when we look at the hangers now at uh, Hurston and stuff. Somebody tell us what that other one is. The other hanger. VFG is the is the industrial. That's the uh, asteroid. Revel in York is the nice fancy luxury one. What's the other one got? Yeah, the, the mic, not, not the Microtech theme one. Is that it? Microtech is Revel in York themed, isn't Aeroview. it? No, maybe it's right. It was Aeroview. Aeroview, yeah, Aeroview. Hey. Aeroview yeah, Aeroview. Yeah. yeah, now let me ask you guys a question. Th those are designed a certain way, and, and somebody mentioned like Microtech does flavor one. Do you think they'll be based upon location? Because if I bought a Revel in York, does that mean I have to be where Revel in York is at in the game? Because Revel in York's not going to be everywhere, is it? Do you think they'll put all four types at every landing zone? Can you imagine Rebel in York at Grim Hex? <laughs> no, no. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm thinking that the Lagrange points are going to be where your where we'll be able to put mm, our possibly. own yeah. persistent hangers versus actually right? landing zones. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I would not imagine us being able to leverage our current the current LEO stations. Mm -hmm. Um, for our persistent hangers, right? We'll be able to pick one of the Lagrange um, points. Now, mm, interesting. If that's the case, based upon what I purchased, when I purchased certain ships and what I got, I should be able to say, "All right, for this Lagrange point, the persistent hanger that is here." I would like to use one of my Revel in York hangers. Okay. This place over here, I'm not going to be here very often. I want to use my self land. Okay. Hanger. Mm. Because now the question is, are, are we only going to like, so we got everybody who got a ship for the most part for a long time, got a hanger. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Still do. So if you've got 20 ships, then you have 20 hangers. Right. So does that mean when persistent hangers come out, I can have a hanger at every single station? 
I don't know uh, if it would. I don't know if that would be necessary. I think that the most you could have is four. Any of the four, you could have all four or any of the four, any one location, because you're only going to spawn. You only need the hangar to be there to spawn a ship. Right, right. So let's say I got. Say I'm at Crew L one. Right, right. Crew L one is going to be my Revel in New York. Right. And I'm at her L two. I want that to be my self land. Mm -hmm. And I, then I go to Mike L one, mm -hmm. and I want that to be Arrowview. Uh, VFG. VFG. Okay. Yeah, I was saying like I, I you know, I, I, I've got hangers spread out. Right. Now, Cruel One is going to be my main one. That's where I'm going to stage all my cargo and make sure that all my stuff is there. But if I'm running missions out towards Arcorp, I may stash some stuff there, some some armor, a mm -hmm. couple. I'll put a couple ships that I'll use in mm -hmm. that in that area. Mm -hmm. You know, over there. You know, I'll make sure I manage my stuff appropriately. Kind of like what I do now with the like the landing zones on planets right mm -hmm. when i whenever whenever we get through a white something them. i take inventory and mm -hmm. i stock up a specific landing zone where i can call out you know mm -hmm. ground vehicles and certain small ships but that's where i put all my armor my guns and stuff because i don't go to back to the planet to get my stuff i put it all into a c2 mm -hmm. and i spread it out so i wonder if we'll be able to do that that's a good question they haven't gone into it enough. All I know is that you're supposed to get one of those hangers and like that VFG hangar, that asteroid. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just can't pick some random asteroid, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, maybe you can't. I don't right. know, Jay. Or, what do I you mean, think? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, like, I don't, you know, with the VFG hangar, I don't, I've never thought that it was just an asteroid hangar. I always thought it was just the style of the hangar. Mm -hmm. it, it so happened to be you know, like the asteroid hangar, I guess, back again before my time, I think. Yeah. But I think that that hangar would be like any other hangar type. It could be in a, you know, you could have it somewhere like on Hurston or whatever. Mm. It's just what, what, what renders when you open, when that elevator opens. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah Grim you Hex. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Grim Hex is an example of where I always picture like a VF, VFG hangar going. Uh, or trigger but it i don't could know be a situation it could just be a situation where certain space stations or certain hangar groups say here are the hangar types are capable that are available there. here yeah right yeah you can do revel in york and vfg but you can't do self-land or you can do self-land that could be that could be we ain't got the technology we ain't got the power to fund all those white lights yeah all right, we'll see where CIG is going to go with that one. It's it's I mean, open. We all, hmm? we already have some of those hangar types in yeah. the game. You know, yep. like yep. New Babbage and Lorville. Those are very yep. different. View, you got the yeah. arrow views there, but the Rebel yep. and Lord York's not in. That's the one that's yeah. not in. Yeah, that's the point. one that's not in. Good point. Okay, <clears throat> let's hit this next one up. CIG has talked about this. We're going to do a quick refresher on it on health states from tiers one through three. Um, Star Citizen Alpha 3.15 brought with it a new medical system complete with hospitals, tiered injuries, and a plethora of medical drugs and tools. Join us as we dive deep into each of these new features and hope that you'll be properly equipped to face this update, which is significantly ups the stakes of surviving in the verse. What I want to talk about with this is there's always confusion about which way is the better bed, tier one versus three. So let's <laughs> clarify that, Jade. And uh, go mob. Let's talk about um, what aspects of this aren't implemented yet, because there everything in health isn't in the game yet, or at least use it isn't being used in the game. So, Jake, could you talk about tier one versus tier two versus tier three beds? Right. Hospitals? So you have right. So you have you have three 
tears of beds and i wish rain was here because she she definitely knows this better than i do but i believe <laughs> i believe the terror uh the terror one is like isn't the terror one the like one that is the lowest yes right yes so and this this actually goes by a real life system they use if i recall correctly it's always it's always for some people it depends right because there's some systems that actually reverse it like they prioritize it as number one yeah. but mm -hmm. for, for most people yes it's always kind of you have to almost think the opposite of what you would naturally think so yes you're yeah. right mm -hmm. so tier, so the tier one is like what you would have like on a uh, cutlass red right mm -hmm. yep or uh, a pisces mm -hmm. uh c8r right yep. and so yep. it you know, it's there to like uh, stabilize you, basically an ambulance okay, to, to get you some. Right? Okay, wait a minute. Now, okay, chat, y'all help us out. Is tier which one is worse? Tier one is okay. We got it reversed. They're saying we got it in reverse. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll go with the chat. Tier three right, is so like everybody's so, chat. So is I, I, I got it right here. Okay. Yeah. Major is tier one. Moderate is tier two. So it's the reverse of what we should have thought. Three. So it's the reverse of what so we were thinking. Tier one is mine. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, okay, major. there we go. Yeah. Right. So, so sorry, sorry. Three, two, one. Sorry go ahead, so Jay. Much. Start with three and work your way up. All right. Okay. So tier three, minor injuries can be healed by any tier three medical bid. Um, so like in the cutlass red. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have that backwards. Um, and so like, you know, if you get injured, then um, like your arms get injured. You know, your weapons are harder to aim and you have to go to one of those beds to get your normal mobility back. Same with your legs. So like if you see somebody limping, they've got like a tier three injury and they don't even tell you that like on when you get on the bed and you look at the display, it'll tell you what kind of injury you have, which tier. Tier two is a moderate injury. So tier three is minor. Tier two is moderate. So it's in the middle. And uh that's the kind of bed that would be on like a Carrick or an 890. And uh, moderate injuries greatly um, produce the effects seen in minor injuries, but with a few additions. Uh, moderate injuries will cause your character to start limping and audibly grunt in pain. Um, if the moderate injuries sustain to the head or chest, stabilization is required in a medical bed of any tier. And then tier one. Let me, let me emphasize that too, guys. This is when I talk about how there's some things that are not in the game. Because right now, as you guys know, people are resurrecting in tier two beds. So yeah. just be aware that that's, that's now. It ain't going to be later. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Jade. <clears throat> right. Okay. And then tier, tier one is a severe injury. So the very worst that you can have. Uh, so a severe injury requires a tier one medical bed to heal, such as ones found in a hospital. Severe injuries escalate the effects of moderate injuries even further with even more detrimental uh, things added to it. So severe injury to your legs will force your character into a prone state. So you're gonna have to crawl uh, with no ability to stand or crouch. And if it's to your arms, your character won't be able to hold objects. Severe injuries to the head or torso will also require stabilization in any medical bed. Now, what you said, Griff, none of these talk about regeneration. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that can, that's all subject to change. Mm -hmm. And all of this is subject to change. But like, because they left that out of all these tiers, 
I think that was to leave them room to change it without people saying, aha, remember you said tier two could blah, 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 right. blah. Yeah. Right, exactly. There was a video that they did, and Jay, to your point, thank you for sharing that, where they actually showed when the guy tried to pick up a box, he dropped it. Uh, they yeah. showed him crawling on the ground when he got that, got that injured. The other factor about these, about the uh, tier two and three uh, is, well, they want to distinguish these also in relation to versus med guns and med pens, because those devices and tools are used to temporarily restore some aspect of consciousness, health, mental awareness, faculty. They're not designed to heal you completely. You are still going to need to visit a medical type of bed or facility in order to get restored to a better state of health. Right now, I think people even use the beds, go mob right if they're just hungry and thirsty, they can go jump on a medical bed and yep. bring back to 100% health. I'm not sure if that's gonna be around later on. I, I can understand healing, but whether it's gonna compensate for food and drink. I mean, you can have an IV know. when you go to the hospital, so why not? Yeah, but an IV takes time too. It's not instantaneous. Now, I'm not saying that they yeah, come in the future. the future. I know, I know. Now and later, I get it. Now and later, okay. So now maybe later. later they will. Maybe later they'll they'll make it that way. That could be true. You know, um, go mom. Talk a little bit about because there's these six different med pens that we have, med guns. You've got the multi tool version, and then again, beds versus resurrection. Uh, now and later, what's going to be the deal with any of that stuff as far as people going into that medical profession? <clears throat> I mean, so right now they have the, you know, pull out the, you know, first they got the med gun, right? And it's pretty much point and shoot. Mm -hmm. And if it's on auto mode, it'll pretty much just give you the drugs you need or give you all the drugs and your all, every symptom will be taken care of. Right now there isn't a, uh, they haven't implemented a situation where Let's say if you have a head injury and I administer you the drug that treats a torso injury, that it makes the head injury worse, right? There's a punishment for giving you the wrong drug mm -hmm. outside of the, um, the drug level where you can overdose. On it that's it there's there's only one punishment like you give me too many drugs then you'll just you know black out until you are pulled back up yeah uh so i i imagine eventually um uh i'm i eventually would imagine that that's going to be implemented where there's you know some type of uh risk reward like hey if you're gonna you know if you're gonna give them somebody give them some drugs you got to make sure it's the right thing otherwise you could actually make the situation worse yeah um but right now it's just pull out the med gun point it at them so let me ask both of you guys a question and later why med pins versus med guns is it just strictly the economy of it that that it's it, you know the med pins are cheaper easier much more accessible they're disposable right um versus the mid gun. We're talking of a hundred credits or something like that versus 1300 or 1400 credits. Is that the difference? Is there gonna be, are people just gonna, like a lot of people just default to the mid gun. They even mess with mid teens. Right and I'm now asking, it's is this, cheap. Right, right, and that's what I'm gonna ask you. What's gonna be later that's gonna distinguish it to make med pins still relevant enough that people will want them? Uh, I thoughts? think 
the price price you know, economics of it right now they they still have the price from when they introduced it right but you know that's subject to change uh you add a couple zeros onto that price and mm -hmm. people will opt for you know they'll opt for the pins more mm -hmm. often than not right because you don't want to lose something that costs yeah. you know the price of a rail gun yeah. right yeah well that and you know not just the price but i mean i can carry a box of med pins right versus mm -hmm. Uh, the 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 gun and you know the weight and the, the it takes up if it takes up a spot of on your belt mm -hmm. that can be used for Ooh, another that's another item, thing yeah there you go I forgot about that yeah so maybe you don't you know saying it's it's it doesn't fit your loadout yeah maybe um, if you're a medical person it might make sense but if you're in combat pins might make more right. sense that you can keep something else in that other utility spot good point right yeah. The, the other thing is, you know, the main reason I use a uh, med gun over the, the pins is if I'm going out to heal somebody and they're like down in a bunker, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I can hit them with that from distance. some distance, mm -hmm. right? But, I, you know, I expose myself if I have to like run out of cover uh, to get to them. This is really important if you don't have a tractor beam mm -hmm. to like, you know, beam them into somewhere you can, you know, get at them with a, with a med pin. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Okay. All right. That's our health states now and later. Later, uh, a lot of people have been saying, oh, they need to give us the um, tier two bed on such and such, such and such. But just remember the tier two bed will not be resurrecting you later. So be real they don't, they don't, careful they don't need about it. that. It's the only ship that needs it right now is the 600i. The rest of them can go pound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that on that note, we'll move on Read to the next, the, the, the next topic here. Uh, land claims. Um, Ooh, a, okay, yes. a claim license entitles the holder to claim ownership of a small section of land on a planet, moon, or asteroid controlled by the UEE. Emphasis on that part, y'all. Controlled yes. by the UEE. Claim licenses are available in two different sizes, lots and estates. A lot equates to a patch of land roughly four kilometers by four kilometers in size, whereas an estate is four times larger, eight kilometers by eight kilometers. Uh, gee, go map, go with you on this one first. Uh, land claims. Um, we don't have them. A lot of us, not, not a lot of us, some people bought the certificates when they came out. Uh, I think a uh, four by four was 50 bucks. A eight by eight was a hundred bucks. If you bought a Pioneer, you got a complimentary eight by eight to come along with it. Uh, let me go to you about the controversy of this. When land claims came out, there was a lot of controversy. I mean, people were already kind of like, we ain't even got ships. Now y'all selling land. That was both from in the community and outside of the community. That was the response. But just recently, GameStar Atlas, puts land up for sale, literally for thousands of real dollars and nobody seemed to complain about it. Earth 2, another game, people are buying life. virtual land. Well, Second Life back had it forever, day. right? Back in yeah. the day, right? It started like that, yeah. What's the big issue about this with land claims? Why does Star Citizen, was it because Star Citizen already has this whole pledging thing going with, no, with not enough evidence? Because buying real estate is by most people who are investors would say that is like one of the most solid things you could ever buy is real estate. I'm not advocating. I'm just throwing some stuff out there to see what sticks on the wall. What are your thoughts about land claims? One, I'd love land claims. I think that's awesome. Um, two, I'm not, you know, I play star citizen, not salt citizen. <laughs> Those people that are out here 
talk they they they're gonna talk trash about whatever, <laughs> man. You know, uh Jared can get up and be like, Man, this is a beautiful day outside, man. Seventy degrees and clear skies and you know, there'll be a whole set of creators that's gonna go out there and argue that that's wrong and that the uh the devs of Star Citizen need to be working on bringing them their ships instead of talking about the weather outside. <laughs> they they can all choke on a bag of sand. Um I don't care. I'll just be honest with you. Um no, I I think it's I think it is a whole idea. Now what's hilarious to me are the people that are like, I'm gonna get me a land claim and I'm gonna set up a base of power up. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you don't know how to read. You don't need one. <laughs> you, you're, 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 you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you're about to waste a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> because the, 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 the line you just said is controlled by the UEE. And guess what? They're home skillet. Yep. Pyroid controlled by the UEE. Mm-hmm. So you can go stick it in the ground and one of the nine tails or somebody just come pee on your stick and that'll be it. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Jade, what are your thoughts on land claims here as far as yeah. now and future? Yeah. So like, you know, going to what, what, uh, Gumav said, this is where, you know, if you, you know, I, I like to talk about lore, but this is where, if you're familiar with the lore, you save yourself some money because, you know, that person that's like trying to set up a, a base in Pyro or Nyx that bought hundreds of dollars of land claims, like, hey, if you just like, you know, read up on wh- where are these places, who controls them, you wouldn't need you wouldn't need them. So going back to the original controversy, though, I understand it. And, uh, you know, I think it does go a little bit beyond the salt citizen thing because Back then, this was 2017 when these were introduced. We mm-hmm. forget how long ago this was, I think, mm-hmm. but it was 2017. What was going on in, with Star Citizen in 2017? We were basically in the whole thing like we are now with the road to 4.0, right? We were in the road to 3.0. Mm-hmm. We didn't even have land. Mm-hmm. So how could you sell land claims? That was what people were saying. How can you sell land claims when there's no land, mm-hmm. right, in the game? And a lot of people can't. This is the show's called Now Later. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't see the later. Mm-hmm. They can only see the now. And they're like, well, if it's not here now, how can you sell something for the future? Yeah. Because that, fe- that m- future might not happen. A lot of people in this community, especially, I think, feel like, you know, if they sell something that is, it's, it's weird because we have concept ships, but they sell something <laughs> which isn't in the game yet um, and it's not a ship, then, you know, that's, that was really, really a, a big deal. Now, if they brought these back for, I always say they need to bring these back for one of these IAEs. If they brought it back today, oh my gosh, they would generate so much money. Like oh, you would. can add a couple million onto whatever that number normally would be because people understand land now. Mm-hmm. They understand how big these planets and moons are. They understand what would come along with land because we have rivers, yeah. we have caves, we have minerals. Like none of that stuff existed in 2017. So it was a hard thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't buy any land cl- I bought a Pioneer that came with an 8x8, mm-hmm. eight eight, but I didn't buy any because I was like, well, I don't want to go all in on this because I'm not sure, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and so I understand. 
I was not salty about it. I didn't think they shouldn't do it. I thought it's the natural thing if you're going to have uh, the space second life. Well, there's land for sale, or what used to be until it was all bought up uh, in second life. So why wouldn't you have it in the space second life? Yeah. So I understood it, but I also was like, well, it's not in the game yet. I'll buy this ship that can that comes with one, but I'm not going to buy you know yeah. 20 of them, right? Well, I unlike you, when the land came up, I said, oh, cool. I'll buy it on when when Citizen Con comes up next time. That was my thing. I said next time because I bought something that time and I said, oh, I'll, I'm not gonna spend any money right now. I'll get it on next. And it never came back up as a yeah. I thought just, they were gonna come back. I was like, oh no. So like you, it was it wasn't until I got a Pioneer that it, you know I got one. But uh, I agree. I think that the perspective about land <clears throat> for many people now would be entirely different because we have the scale. Um, one of the things I did want to share with everybody in relation to land claims is that this emphasis is about the UEE. CIG has talked about what that means, that if you claim a piece of land, there is a process of also taking that claim or that title, taking it in to get a title. You have to literally stake your, put your stake in, and then you have to go to a location in the UEE space to say, hey, this is the land I want to get. And I guess you get something like a title or whatever that says you own that land. Now, what are the benefits to that? The benefits to that, and I think CIG talked about it a little bit, right? Was protection from the by the UEE or something to that effect? Uh, yeah. If something happens, we still don't know, and I don't want to go down the the, the the rabbit hole on this one. We don't know what CIG is going to allow us as users or as players to protect our land versus what they will build into the game to respond to threats to our land. All we know is that CIG has talked about that that will be a component of gameplay. Uh, so whether you can set up your own missile launchers or whether the UEE is going to pop, like for those of you who play EVE, you guys remember Concord. <clears throat> if you got attacked, Concord would show up and defend you very well, depending. Sometimes it was right on the spot. Sometimes they were late, but there are ways that they could have NPCs respond to assist if necessary. But we don't know what CIG is going to do in that area with land claims. So that's what we just want to say about land claims. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is a big one. LTI and insurance. Lifetime insurance or LTI is commonly referred to is a special insurance policy that will cost the injured, I'm sorry, the insured player no extra UEC payments to maintain their coverage. Only those specific pledges that are noted to include LTI will have this free quote unquote coverage once the game goes live. Jade, you know that it's not just LTI, there's gonna be other types of insurance in the game as well. So can maybe you talk about insurance and yeah, is it worth it? You know, not it, worth it? Some people hype it up. Some people say, yeah, it's going to be worth something. It's going to mean something. What are your thoughts about it? Well, you know, every time uh, there's been any talk about this from, from CIG, which is not a lot, um, you know, they've, they've talked about other types of insurance, like you said, like um, insuring your cargo, right? Or mm -hmm. insuring, uh, you know, the, the insurance on our ship only covers like the haul that all the extra that you might have. So there'd be like component insurance they've, they've mentioned. Uh, but one of the other things about this the insurance, I remember a while back, they said it would be something that, you know, if you're playing the game and you're earning UEC, it's not going to be hard to pay your, for your insurance. Right. Right. So <clears throat> this, so that confirmed one thing you're paying for the insurance with UEC and that, you know, if you're playing the game, right, that you should be able to pay for your insurance. So, you know, 
it, it's more going to be a convenience thing from what I understand, or at least mm -hmm. past statements by CIG. Um, you know, LTI is not something that is absolutely necessary, but it's something that would be nice to have. But beyond that, there's lots of questions. And yeah. where there are questions in this community, people bring their hopes or mm -hmm. their fears into it. Right. So that's this is a very controversial subject. Right, right. Uh, up for you, is LTI a big deal? Is it just something you, if you take advantage of it if it's there, but if it's, if it's not, you don't really worry about it too much? Because some people literally won't buy a ship unless it's LTI, you know? Uh, and, and just so you guys will know, the LTI from, and correct me if I'm wrong, chat panel, please correct me if I'm wrong. When a ship is insured currently, what you're supposed to get back is the base of that ship. Any modifications you've done to it, any changes, any components, all that other stuff will not be included in an LTI claim. CIG has talked about, as Jade mentioned, there will be other types of insurance that you will be even, I think they said you'd be able to insure your components, but I can't remember completely. Go Mob, do you have any yeah, ideas be on an that? add-on to it. An add-on? Okay. Uh, does, does LTI affect you when you purchase? Or you or just if it happens to be LTI, you get it. If you're not, you don't worry about it. I um, I I prefer LTI ships. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it goes LTI 120 months, because that's 10 years. I mean, right. shit. 14 years, yeah, decade, yeah. <laughs> you know, look. Yeah. <laughs> If you get 10 years uh, out of it, that's still good. I get it. <laughs> right. You know, uh, uh, I try to, you know, I try to stay away from, if, if I have anything that's less than the, the uh, 10 years, I, I look for opportunities to play the CCU game or whatever to, mm -hmm. to melt it and get, get into the, the higher level one. But, right. um, I don't know. I foresee, like, again, it's like, you know, you get, you get a, you get a nice F-150 and you go put new rims on it, a lift kit, new sound system, you ramp on it, you know, light bars and everything, you go wrap around a tree. Uh, State Farm's not going to go, not going to give you back all that stuff, right? They're going to give you back a new F-150 yeah. that you have to start over. And uh, you might have spent just as much on the customization as you did on the actual vehicle. Yeah. But the vehicle is what was insured by the original insurance policy. Now. They have said that they will have a component level insurance, mm -hmm. which again, I think will be like a supplemental you know, insurance. On, mm -hmm. Yeah, supplemental, which will be based upon the value of the components. And if you spend the same amount on the components that you did on the ship or a large portion of it, you can expect that that insurance for those components to not be uh, cheap. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm remembering correctly, I wish Colossal was here. I think Colossal told me when he tricked out his Carrick to the full level of what he wanted, he spent somewhere between two or five million in, you know, in game credit to get all the components he wanted, weapons, everything, right? So the question becomes like, what percentage of a number like that, if you spend, I'm, I'm, gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with two million for right now, you know, how much should insurance be at that point? You know, is, is it 20,000, you know, what is the amount that makes sense that says, oh, I'm sure glad I paid that. It may have been a pain in the butt, but boy, oh boy, I would have had to pay 2 million otherwise. Is 10% of the value? Easy, easy. yeah, 10%, the 10% to get all those components back. So 200,000, yes, yeah, so like 200,000. That's, that's, that ain't no yeah. small change is my point. But, 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 but still, it's, it. it's, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm, 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 don't get me wrong. I know you can make it. I'm just saying, 
your your pockets have got to be or your income resource has got to be good yeah to draw and again the economy is not where it's supposed to be but i'm just saying this it's no small change just for insurance to pay 200 grand some people pay that much for their whole freaking cargo let alone insurance yeah i mean the thing is if you're you know for those of us that played the other space game you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, true, true that, true that. True and that, that. rebuy, if you if you didn't have your rebuy, yeah, you don't fly. Yeah, yeah, you stuck. That's it. Yeah, you stuck. If yeah. you don't have the money mm-hmm. to get your ship back, that's right. It's you gone. can't afford to buy it back. Yeah, you yeah. don't take that thing out. Yeah, because I guarantee you, that one time you take it out, that's it. <laughs> you gonna get taken out. And you probably never play that game again. again. Yeah, I just put all this time engineering all this crap and all this. That's true. Jay, CIG talked about abuses to insurance, right? Like the person who wants to go blow up their ship just because they want to blow it up because they don't want somebody to get it. That there could be some, you know, be penalized, right, with the insurance as well. Yeah, yeah, and rightfully so. Like you know, piracy is supposed to be a, a valid thing in this game. And I, I know there are a lot of people that, you know, want to, you know, they can't put their pride aside. Uh, but the thing is like, oh, yeah, well, if I get disabled, I'll just blow up my ship with all the cargo. Well, no, you won't if you, you know, are going to have to take a huge penalty with insurance. Um, and it, it also kind of goes with a little bit of the realism, too, right? Like mm-hmm. your insurance company is going to drive up your premium if you <laughs> keep wrecking your car, right? Yes. yes. So, yeah. So, and that's, you know, that's supposed to be a thing it's been talked about yep. but you know we it, it makes sense because otherwise yeah it just be this stuff becomes cheap yeah, yeah. blow up your ship or right? abuses right just abuses, abuses in general right yeah i mean it, we have uh coming in in 3.18 with uh salvage you know they, they talked just recently about some of the insurance you know scams that people could do that they want to like um you know, work on systems to counteract now uh, where, you know, like you could salvage, you know, your own ship, um, you know, and then that's that's actually like a crime of insurance fraud. Yep. Uh, so yeah. I would love to see that in a game, like if it, like them have a trigger where if the materials that you're trying to sell came off of a ship that mm. you own, mm-hmm. but even in, like, you might have been in a battle, Mm-hmm. and got shot down and you just happen to get in your vulture and go back and try to salvage your ship that's completely legit so i'm i'm I'll be curious to see how they how do, that. do that my my yeah. um my idea and I've, i don't know if i've said this on the show but i've said this and you know talking to folks is i believe that like right now there's no combat log mm-hmm. right you could just die and not know what the hell hit you and mm-hmm. shakes is over there in his eclipse that's lobbed a size nine at you and is giggling himself to sleep mm-hmm. because you just went pop right and you have no idea who did it if you're in unmonitored space and can't press charges mm-hmm. um so i think there needs to be a concept on these ships right now that we have a soft dev or whatever there needs also be like a black box that is retrievable yeah, yeah. that can tell a story Right. Mm-hmm. So that if I if I'm gonna be like a murder hobo out there, I also have to go out if I wanna stay anonymous, I gotta go out and retrieve that black box from the wreckage before mm. the authorities show up mm. or the 
person that I attack that regenerates come back with another ship to show up and grab the black box. Then if you grab the black box and you were the victim, you should be able to take that back to monitored space and then press charges on the person that attacked you. That's or a- if you're the attacker, you should be able to take that black box and destroy it, thereby mm-hmm. removing any evidence and mm-hmm. and any any possibility of you ever being charged with crime. I love that idea. I love it. That's that's a great idea. I, I wish that like right now, like when you get missile locks, that there when you get the alert, that there would actually be something that would flash up saying who's locked onto you. And then if I, if, and if I don't happen to catch it, I know I can go back and look in the black box and find that information. I think that would be like an awesome idea. Let me hit one more thing before we get off this insurance and claims thing, uh, LTI. Some of you may remember a little while back, CIG implemented, um, when, I don't remember what it was that they did this, but remember when they did it and they, they added the, um, if you lost your ship, they added the wait times and the amounts. Do you guys remember that? And remember the people went crazy because people with single ships couldn't get their ships back. And then they modified it. What did they, Yeah, I mean, what was that they, they did remember? Cause like, okay, for example, I know like for an 890 jump, if it gets blown up, it's a seven hour wait <laughs> for the ship. And I think if you want to expedite it, it's 40,000 credits and it still takes an hour to get it. And I think that they had implemented that. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning it is recall times, reclaim times. That's what I'm trying to focus in on. Um, do people realize that reclaiming their ship will not be instant? And the bigger the ship, the longer the wait. It should. I think, yeah, I think they do. I think everybody um, knows it- that. Not everybody. I, think I mean, like, no, I'm talking about how it is now. Ships. I'm referring to now versus later. Yeah, I think people with starter ships, if that's the only ship they have, um, probably don't really because there's not a long wait time for it. Yeah, but, but okay, let me ask you this. If I've got to wait seven hours for 890 now, what will it be later? Maybe 30 days. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I think? I, you know what I think would be cool? I don't think it should be based upon the size of the ship. Okay. Or that should be the only metric. Okay. Because if I go to the system, that was the thing that came up to get it where that ship is manufactured, I should be able to claim it faster or expedite it. Maybe. What's faster? I mean, when you say claim, okay, let's say, okay, Crusader, let's say Crusader, you're going to go there because your C2 got blown up. What is, it, going, what is it I, I can Orson technically do? Claim it, I, should, I should be able to grab it off the uh, finish. I should grab it off the- uh, nah, They ain't got the C2s line. laying around like not, that. Not, not, not immediately. Okay. But like, let's say, let's say I'm in Nix. Yeah. Right? And my C2 gets blown up. Right. Because I was out there in the C2 for some god awful reason. Okay. It should take two weeks for me to get that C2 back. You saying be, not only delivered, you mean to, delivered, made yeah. and delivered to you and Nick's you're saying. Right. Okay. But if I do it, if I, if I, if I make my way all back. the way back to Stanton mm-hmm. and I can find my way back to Oriston mm-hmm. and I claim it there, I should get it in a day. Ooh, okay. I, I, I ain't buying that for a dollar. No way. Or, no way. Or two days. No, it no way. It should be exponentially no faster if you make it all the way. Now, oh, mind you, the travel, I'm, I'm just using Nix and Stanton for, I, as a I, reference. I get it. I get but it. there are other systems that are going to be exponentially further away. I agree. From but the factor I'm dealing with that. is the factor I'm dealing with is manufacturing. 
That's what I'm dealing with. Now, maybe, maybe, go mob to your point, maybe because of demand, maybe that could be a factor, right? If the demand isn't there and a C2 happens to be available and you tell me if you get here within 72 hours or 48 hours, we'll have one for you. But if there's a backlog on C2s because people have wrecked their C2s, if you if it turns into you got to wait seven days, to me, that's real. I, I don't, uh, one day and I, and I, on a I, ship I, I like hope, a C2. I faster at making ships than CIA. <laughs> I just hope that we can watch our ship being put together. That would be really oh, cool. Oh, that'd be awesome, right? That or, would be I awesome. mean, like, it's a thousand years in the future. Manufacturing should be a little bit improved. Uh, Y'all always saying? going so, on that future trope stuff. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's true, though. They didn't have assembly lines a thousand years ago. Hey, listen, I, and listen, I agree. I guess my factor is I'm always trying to put in that element that makes people be willing to say, am I willing to risk my ship? Am I willing to risk the loss of time? Yeah. No, it's, it's, and... It should still be days. It should okay. still at okay. least okay. be days. Gotcha. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'll buy that for and a dollar. You should still incur the challenge and cost of transit. Yeah. Right? You know, versus, hey, I'm here. Like, to me, I don't think it should be a thing where in a play session, I'm in three or four different locations in mm -hmm. three and four different systems. Mm -hmm. I think if to get to one system from one system to another mm -hmm. should be an undertaking mm -hmm. and to get into certain places in that system should take planning. And once you're there, you better be prepared to do stuff there while you're there it's because to, yeah. to get back would be another <laughs> undertaking especially if the ship you came in mm -hmm. got blown <laughs> up you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so yeah so yeah. to say hey in order for me to expedite it like it may take you a couple days to traverse back to stand okay i got you right okay and then once you get there it may take you another couple days for you to get uh, uh, a c2 hot off the assembly line okay but that's going to be faster than what it then would take and waited for it to be traveled right and, and then transport to you. okay how about right? it right so I, I think there needs to be a a way for you to impact hell even if you got to this just the neighboring system mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. hey if i got halfway that'll cut the, cut time, the time down, down in half gotcha you know i can get it you know, if i if i'm at this if i'm at terra or mm -hmm. this system far as hell away it's going to take two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. But if I get halfway to Stanton mm -hmm. and I get that Crusader ship claimed, yeah. it'll cut it in half, right? Okay. I think that should be a factor. Okay. And how long it takes to get that. I'll buy that for a dollar. I just know I got it. It means I got to live near uh, Origins uh, shipyards. That's all it means for me. Okay. <laughs> well, I can hear you come. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, let's go on, guys. We, ooh, boy, time's flying by. Nutrition. This was a big one, Jay. Controversial. When it first came yeah. out, people went crazy. Oh my God, I don't want Star Citizen to be a survival game. Oh no, I don't want to be eating every five minutes. I mean, those were people who obviously played games like Ark and some other games. And I understand the things they were concerned about. But once food and nutrition and drink came into the game, it wasn't as painful as people thought. Now we have had those timers shift from time to time. Sometimes you eat every 30 minutes. Sometimes it's almost like you can go three hours before you have to eat. But let's talk about the importance of nutrition because there's a lot of information that's in the charts right now for the NDRs and HEIs, dietary effects, but we're not seeing all of it implemented yet as far as buffs and negatives too much in the game. 
uh, any thoughts about nutrition in the future versus how it is now? Right. So, you know, how it is now, it, it's not too punishing. Um, if I'll just, I'll start with hydration because that's the one that I think people encounter a lot more uh, frequently than nutrition. Mm -hmm. So like that right now is based on activity. If you're going to run everywhere, uh, you get thirsty a little bit sooner than if you walk. Um, and so that that is something that if they cranked it up would encourage people to slow down a little bit. Um, yeah. It's also something that, you know, I, I expect that will change over time, just like they've adjusted this before. Mm -hmm. And the whole controversy is Star Citizen becoming a survival game. I mean, when they put in the food courts, well, actually before that, even going back to when we had the Big Benny's, you know, noodle machine and the, and the Pips machines and Port Alizar, that should have told you, you know, because Chris Roberts doesn't put things in game that there's not going to be like a use for eventually, right? Mm -hmm. That should have told you, yeah, you see all those noodles on the counter and stuff, eventually you're going to have to eat, you know, or you might have to drink. Why else would you have these machines there? So then we got the food courts. That should have like really told people, yes, you're going to have to eat and drink. So I never understood <laughs> why they were so shocked when we got food and drink in the game. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing now, I don't think anybody, you know, really is upset that we have it. I think one thing I've seen people would like in the future is, you know, astronauts right now can drink through and eat through a straw, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Coming 930 years in the future, you know, you can't put your uh, like liquid meal in your suit and, you know. Cause it tastes uh, crappy. Same law that outlawed like, you know, GPS. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and maps. Right, so so if, if there was one thing that, um, you know, I would hope for in the future would be uh, diversity of eating options, you know, so that maybe you have to be in an inhospitable environment where you can't take your helmet off for hours uh, or get back to your ship because like, you know, it got blown up or you got lost or whatever. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to have, um, you know, okay, if you can't drink through a straw, maybe you have a Nutria pen, mm. you know, like we have oxygen pens and these different drug pens or something, maybe something that'll give you a nutrient boost until you can get back to an emergency outpost or your ship. Um, so, you know, what we have now with nutrition is, you know, you go and it's, it's usually fast food. I haven't found any fine dining in this game. Like the closest well, thing the to that is, is one of those twin sandwiches. Well, well, yeah, nothing's in right now, but you've got the yeah. Orso, whatever it is, restaurant and microtech yeah. is supposed to be coming. Yeah. It's supposed to be it's nice. Open yet. Right? Oh, it's coming soon. I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, yeah. let me ask. The, but the foods have, do uh, have different. Cut, go out. They do have the Nutria or something like that. I mean, because something happens when you lay down in those beds. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question because, Jade, you touched on something. People said they don't want Star Citizen to be a survival game, but unfortunately going into space can be that, right? I mean- Right, if you take the risk away, then yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just speaking, you know, in general. I mean, space, no matter what precautions you take, it still can be a very deadly place. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, and some of you have seen this before, you may be on a moon, uh, someplace, a cave, whatever, and you're doing a lot of running and you start to realize that your food or your hydration has been impacted in some way. There is an aspect of survival, of understanding what you can and cannot do in a hostile environment, right? Um, 
maybe there isn't maybe there isn't anything food that I can pick up and eat pick you know from the ground that's growing or maybe there's no oxygen in that particular location I'm at so I can't take my helmet off so there is a survival aspect right and why we do have to pay attention to these different um buffs for nutrition or whatever it is that the nutrition lends us right we do have to pay attention to that ultimately that was the question Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 you know, I, I, I agree. Like, um, you know, somebody said, uh, space is trying to kill you. I think uh, right, right. astronomy cast host Pamela Gay coined that that mm-hmm. uh, quote. Space is always trying to kill you, right? And yep. so, just by your nature of being in space, you're trying to survive in a place that human beings mm-hmm. were not. You know, we did not evolve in space, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we need hostile. You know, things to stay alive, right? Yeah, and yeah. It, it's hostile. Mm-hmm. Certain planets are going to be hostile to that. They already are. Certain moons go to Aberdeen, take her spacesuit off, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, y- yeah, it is a survival game in that space itself is something, it's an environment that is hostile to us all in most cases, unless we're on, you know, a terraformed planet or eventually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, naturally not, you know, Earth-like planet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say that you know, yes, yeah, Star Citizen is a uh, what would you call it? like a slight survival game, just because it's, it's based in element. space. Right. It's got a survival. Yeah. It's got a survival too, element right? because mm-hmm. you're in space, right? Right. Right. Go, Mop. Let me hit you with these two. Jade touched on the nutrition with hydration and food. Let me hit you with dietary effects and bowel movements. And I'm not being funny. I, I really did want to put that in there. Dietary effects, because the question becomes about buffing you know like i played seven days to die right and they had this thing where if you drank coffee when you were in a winter biome you were able to survive better right it it helped you because it was hot it was good do you think that cig should do that also with with should there be effects and i mean this could also be with drugs and things like that um because some people have talked about drugs from the aspect of maybe making you more capable for combat is that something that you think CIG would go with, or do you think they'll just deal with it from a nutritional side? Do you think that they'll actually give people an edge? And I know this has been coming up recently with skills yeah. and other stuff. Do you think that they'll do that with nutritional dietary things? Because they yeah, got they widow. I mean, we they, sell this yes. stuff, widow and all this stuff. We sell it. Will they make yeah. it where we're using it too? Yeah. So there are already some effects that are tied to some foods and things mm-hmm. and, and, substances in the game you know um they're not crazy impactful right now um but yes there they are and i do think that'll that that should be more of a thing um in the future like hey you know if i if i consume this this drink i have you know my heart rate goes up so i can't run fast but I can withstand more G forces while I'm in a mm. cockpit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something like that, where it has a a positive and a, and negative, a negative effect, okay, mm-hmm. based upon your situation. Pro and con right? to everything um, you do. Yeah, pro and con whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of games, right? You know, I'm gonna go call out World of Warcraft in particular, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you don't if you don't take a consumable, right? You're just at your base level. Mm-hmm. If you're at your base level, you don't waste away past that. Right? You just aren't. You're just at your base level. Okay. But if you're going to be doing higher level content, you need to 
eat some food that gives you a stat. You'll take a flask or a file mm -hmm. that ups your capabilities. You'll add, you know, a rune or a whetstone to your weapon. There are consumables that you'll use that'll last for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. that gives you more capabilities, more power um, while you're doing this stuff. And then there's like, you know, some, some last an hour, two hours. And then there's some that like you hit it. It's like a combat potion where I hit like, imagine you hit a drug. It's kind of like a stem and it gives you, you run faster. Your, your sprint is longer. Your aim down sights is, is, is less sway, mm -hmm. you know, more sway, more steady. So, you know, I can see those things happening. I just, I guess on the only thing that I think star citizen does extra is outside of just the buffing. It, it it goes the full spectrum from plus mm -hmm. to zero mm -hmm. to minus, minus. if mm -hmm. you don't maintain that for better or worse. But I will say one thing at the very least, at least the food currently in this state of the alpha has been formulated in a way that there's a hundred percent absorption. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't got to take a poop. Right. So right. clearly we absorb right. 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 <laughs> and using it all. Right. Which, which lends us <laughs> as, to the as, next as future, which lends us to the next point of where we're going <laughs> with this conversation there, you know, the realism aspects of the game. Uh, there are games that do have this aspect of disposing your waste. Scum is yeah. a game like that. Scum actually has a really cool balance system about even the type of food you eat. Uh, you can make yourself sick on certain types of food. Um, there's a nutritional value of certain types of food, but our ships have bathrooms. Our habs have bathrooms. And it's, this has been one of those dreaded things that people keep hearing about is having to go to the bathroom. Um, what are your feelings about this in the future? Uh, is there a balance you think the CIG can do it that it, it actually becomes second nature and we don't think about it? Cause again, in scum, People do it because the worst thing you could possibly do is not go to the bathroom before you get into a fight. As soon as you get into a fight and get all pumped up, all of a sudden your body wants to crap, you know? So yeah. what are your thoughts about that? Uh, you know, I could, I could do without it. I'm okay. okay. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those people that was like, I want to go poop in a steel game. <laughs> like, I understand that there are people Mm -hmm. that are really, 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 really wanting this. Mm -hmm. I'm concerned for them, but I understand that that's what you want and that's okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, there's, 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 you know, the, the line between, you know, simulation and a game, you know, <laughs> Uh, the, 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 that's a very fine line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. You know, Until I play scum, like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have a call come in from your angry wife talking about you've been out. And, you know, oh God. <laughs> well, let me say this: you know? <laughs> when I played scum, it wasn't until I played scum that I actually saw that mechanic and I, it made sense. If you had told me that beforehand, I'd have been like, "Why are we going to the bathroom?" But in scum, it works. I don't know about any other game. I don't know if there's any other game that does do that. Maybe there is. Jay, let me ask you, because I just added showers, and I'm sorry I didn't do hygiene earlier, because I, I did mean to put this in. 
with bowel movements and showers and CIG has talked a little bit. Why don't you tell people a little bit about why showers are there and what's the impact in gameplay? So, yeah, so like, you know, you're going to have to um, take a shower if you want to deal with certain NPCs, you know, don't want them running away from you, <laughs> things like that. I mean, they, they've commented on, yeah, you know, you'll be reacted to differently, let's say, uh, if you haven't, you know, bathed in a few days. Um, and again, it, it goes to the whole thing of, uh, you know, sim versus game, right? And this is a sim that has game aspects or a game that has sim aspects, depending on how you look at it. Um, just really, 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 really quick. For people who want to go back, uh, I just want to jump back to something when you were talking with GoMap. Uh, if you want to go back and see CIG talking about the buffs and debuffs uh, with, related to food and you know all these things, if you go to the uh, Inside Star Citizen called To Go, or not to go from winter 2020, February 27th, 2020, um, right from the start, they, they go into a lot of what we're talking about. And it's a very informative episode. So I really, uh, if you if you really want to dig down into this, you know, watch rewatch that episode if you didn't see it the first time. Uh, but, but yeah, like as far as, you know, showers, hygiene, all of that, um, it's, I, am okay with it so long as it's not super punishing because i mean there are people like gomap they're like i'm here to play a space game let me go in my space suit like astronauts do right now right like there will be people like that and and you know the game has to appeal to a broad mm -hmm. section of people it's not just for hardcore space or hardcore sim people yeah. uh, it's it's for it's supposed to be for everybody so yeah. uh, as long as it's not too punishing and as long as certain things are optional but you know maybe there is an effect like yeah you know which pacheco runs away from you griff because you haven't showered for three days <laughs> i'll always shower when I'm around her don't worry <laughs> okay um, yeah, you know, it, it, I do want to talk about this thing. You know, I'm, I'm mentioning these because they've come up before. Uh, whether or not CIG implements this whole aspect of, you know, discharging <laughs> your your food, we don't know. You know, it's come up. Uh, 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 Disco has joked around about poop and stuff before. Um, but to Jay's point earlier, when CIG puts things in, there's usually some point for it. Uh, the showers we do know about, they have talked about that at length. Chris has talked about the fact of, uh, as you mentioned, Jay, there will be some NPCs as you approach them. If you've been funky, they may or may not talk to you or may or may not share information with you. Um, so it'll be interesting to see this whole hygiene thing, whether they take this further or whether they just become decorative spots on our ships, because basically a ship needs a bathroom. If you're going to be on there for any length of time, maybe we don't use them, but it's there because in the real immersive world, it would be weird not to have a bathroom. So we'll find out what happens with those two. But thank you guys for picking up on those extras that I added. I'm sorry, I meant to mention hygiene and I forgot. Okay, let's get to the end of this. We are chopping through these. De oh boy, this is ugh. Death of a Spaceman. Some of you all know about this design doc. This is one of the earlier docs that Chris and uh, Chris worked on uh, in relation to how death would be handled in the Star Citizen universe. And uh, the idea, correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, because it's been such a long time since I've read that whole design doc. The idea was that <clears throat> you would live or be able to be brought back a certain amount of times. And then after a certain amount of times, that coming back would not happen anymore. And you would have to, at that point, pass on like an inheritance 
uh, whatever it is you owned, all those type of items to your next of kin, friend, whatever you want to call it. That was the basis of Death of a Spaceman. I don't remember him delineating a specific amount of deaths, like an arcade game. You get three lives and you can't come back. I don't remember that aspect of it. I thought there was something to the effect of, depending on how many times and the way you died, that, that eventually you just couldn't come back. Uh, as you guys know, the aspect of resurrecting and coming back was implemented into the game with permadeath. Uh, and, and now we do have a means of where you can be resurrected and come back. Uh, but they they added a bit of twist to the lore. They add this dynamic of your DNA, you going being cloned basically to a certain degree, uh, and that you can have this imprint that is transferred from location to location. And as long as you transfer your imprint to that location, when you die, you come back at that location. We also know that soft death has been implemented. Now we call it soft death because you don't die necessarily. If your ship is exploded, uh, the death is actually has to do more with your ship. Your ship is blown apart, but yet you survive. You crash in your ship and you stay alive. There is still a percentage that you could die. There's a possibility, but in general, the odds are more than likely you will survive an initial attack. Um, Go mob, I'll go to you. Who did I went to first last time? It was uh, it was Jade last time. So go mob, I'm gonna go to you on this one. Um, Death of a spaceman, permadeath in the future. How do you you remember CIG talking about what's going to happen in the future with this? Because um, later on, resurrecting, for example, will only happen at I think hospitals. Right? That'll be it. No more tier two beds, stuff like that. Yeah. So to speak directly to how it happened in the future. Um, I like the idea of by default, your the integrity of the clone degrading mm -hmm. every time you regenerate. Mm -hmm. um, I have I would love to see, like, again, in the vein of the sim, I don't think, like, if, you know, I don't, let's say if you make your imprint somewhere in Stanton, mm -hmm. and then you, you spend the next week going to a, another system, mm -hmm. and you didn't make your imprint on the ship you were on because it, it didn't have that capability. When you die, you would res and stand, or mm -hmm. you'd be regenerated and stand. Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be an immediate thing. Mm -hmm. I think, I think it'll be a, an amazing graphic and experience for the player to see you traverse, you know, like something you ephemerally traverse from where you die all the way back to stand mm -hmm. through the jump gates, whatever, at a hyper accelerated speed, mm -hmm. right? Because remember, your, your current state memories, whatever, have to be transmitted back to your body. Mm -hmm. And it's supposedly there's supposed to be also some. Right technology that does that right mm -hmm. you know so it can't be instantaneous so 
I would love for like I be like a 10 second, 20 second, 30 second, depending on how far away you are. Like if I if I die, if I set myself in Lorville and I go to R Corp and I die, it should be two, three seconds, boom, I'm back. But if I'm four or five systems away, it should be a 30 second traversal mm-hmm. before I'm back. Mm-hmm. I think I think that will be something that would See, that, be hard. That whole transferring of memory stuff is the thing I've always had issue with. Um, let me, let me jump to Jade. Cause I'm gonna come back to you. Go map Jade. What are your thoughts about that whole, you know, I've gained reputation experience, blah, 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 but I died since the last time I had an imprint. I, yeah. I've always wrestled with that. I've always wrestled with that. Yeah. That's, that's a tough one. Right. Uh, you know, because, but it is a game, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, what I'd ask you, Griff, so what, what is the issue that you have with it? Okay. Well, I've, okay. I, I do my imprint at Microtech, right? That's my DNA imprint. Um, I, I already have an issue with the whole DNA and memories already. That's a <laughs> science issue right, I've got, right. right? But let's just say for dispel some of the, 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 the science from it. Um, and let's say I've been playing for six months. Uh-huh. Right. I, no, I don't want to go that long because I'm going to make an imprint within six months. But let's say I've been playing for a day and a half because I traveled somewhere or traveled some distance. And maybe where I went, there was no place for me to put my imprint. I went into some space where there were no facilities, no place where I could save my imprint. And while I was there, let's say it's Nix. Let me use Nix. Not because I'm not Nix. Uh, let's use Pyro. Some places lawless. And let's say I go there. They don't have the technology for me to do an imprint. I do some jobs while I'm there. I pick up some reputation from a couple of the gangs while I'm there. And then I go to, I go to the next system and I die. I, I, I get killed. Okay. All that reputation and stuff I gained at Pyro, as far as I'm concerned, it ain't in my DNA back in Stanton. That, that's, that's information I gained. And I, because I didn't save again, it, it, I, my, my DNA didn't get updated. It's still the grift that was there before he even went to pyro. So I'm trying to figure out, and I know they've talked about this thing, like go mob said, they've talked about this transference of memories and everything else. Um, I almost want to say, if you didn't save yourself, you don't get that reputation and stuff. You wait, or, or here's the deal, go mob in order for me to retain those memories and stuff. Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We got radio silence yeah, on the I show mean, for once, y'all. I don't know. Honestly, again, I don't know man, how to deal with it. I'm, right? I'm, trying to deal with the, I'm trying to deal how with the gameplay keep and game? keep it immersive. I'm trying to keep the immersion in reality along with the gameplay. Like you said, it keeps it fun and doesn't make right. it cumbersome. I, I agree with you 100%. I'm just trying to deal with some logic aspect of that so that I have an right. alternative. Is the alternative, if I go back, if I go, if I'm willing to go back to Stanton where my DNA is, I can retain my memories and reputation. Or if I don't want to make that trip back and I want to wake up in Pyro because I don't want to jump those three systems, I'm willing to lose the reputation I gained just so I can get my body back there at that location. Reputation is external of your body. Reputation is what people think about oh, true. you. True, 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 true. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're so absolutely that right. That has nothing so to you're, do you're with absolutely right. The, the people would still remember me. Hmm? So yes. it's about the skills that you gained the skills. the last time you stayed. Yeah, yeah. And the last, and, you, and the time you died, right? 
Now, there should be a penalty, but do you go all the way back to where you say, right. or do you retain a percentage of it? I mean, they, they've said, and if they've, you know, mentioned it also, like, through their lore pieces, that you're still the same person, but this is something that right now the, the UEE is actually having, you know, well, issues with, Wait, right? wait, 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 Jade, hold your thought. I'm not yeah. talking about just a general resurrection. I'm talking about when you're dead. I'm talking about when you're starting over. Oh, oh you mean, you're talking about yeah, I ain't talking about part. no general res. I'm talking about okay. when you died. I'm, and I maybe you got, for, mean, forgive die, me for die, not die. Yeah, forgive me okay. for not saying it clearly because I was going to say no okay. reputation would go if you're dead. I'm talking about you died. No, yeah, and your your next of kin takes over, and so I believe your reputation should be you should be familiar. Like everybody that like, mm. there should be a, a a significant degradation of your reputation. So if like, let's say you were exalted or at a at the highest level with Twitch, mm -hmm. right, and you die in permadeath, and you come back as a new character that has inherited all their stuff, you should. They said you carry some percentage, didn't they? Didn't they carry say a about percentage that? over? Yeah, just a percentage over. Like, hey. I knew I knew your daddy. He was cool. So if you anything like your daddy, I f's with you. But you got to earn your way. You, okay. You're not your daddy. You got to show me that you got what your daddy had. Yeah, Captain. You got to work your way back up. Captain No Pants confirmed. He said yes. They did say that you would gain. You take a hit, but you would retain, like you said, you would retain yeah. some something. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That 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 makes me feel better. I thought I was losing. And I'm sorry, guys. I didn't make it clear, but when I said die, oh no, no problem. I thought I, you were talking about like the no, the, no, no. The, yeah, the like death, if you like just die and wake back up and you still come back as the same person. No, I was talking yeah, about like the regeneration when piece. I think has has a lot of opportunity to make to make it immersive in the gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, and we could talk about now when you're talking about soft death. Is that what you're talking about? The no, regeneration? No, 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 no. Soft death is just I'm just talking about these different aspects of like when I talk about the future for this one. We just got our first tier zero of soft death in the game. They've talked, well, what, some of the complaints that have come up and said, oh, when the ships fall, they don't look realistic, blah, 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 blah. In the future, they said they're going to work on the physics and make all that stuff better with soft yeah. death. That, that's all that's and talking soft about. Soft death is just, soft death does not, it, so just a point of clarification, soft death is slightly related, but this is not re is not related to death of a space. Man. My question about it's soft death is, will death. you start taking injuries from when you have soft death? That's the reason why I put this in here with this. That's well, soft death is a is a ship mechanic. Yeah. No, 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 I get it, I get it. But, but you're in the ship when soft death takes place, right? Like right now right. you hit the ground. If you hit the ground in the ship, you're supposed to be dead, concussion. My question is, will soft death evolve to impact you physically as the player. Yeah, like if you hit the ground, you may be injured based upon the level of impact, but if you survived it, I don't, you know, then you'll you'll still when you when I hear soft death in relationship to the death of a spaceman concept, my mind goes to incapacitated and I, that is well, that's, something that's, that I that, do want to talk about. And, and maybe that's what I'm saying. I, I realize soft death in general is about the way the ships fall apart and fall. I'm asking in the future, will you be, and I don't think right now you're physically impacted, right? If you, if you, if your ship lands on the ground, you're not injured, are you? 
It depends. It, yeah. It, it, oh, really? I, I don't know. Oh, so okay. I, know, I didn't oh, think you so, got hurt. I didn't think you got hurt when you oh, landed. Right now, so right now, like if if there's a you know if your if your ship lands on if your ship hits on the ground hard enough for it to explode. Oh yeah. You might take damage depth, and you're dead. Okay. But if it lands on the ground, then yeah, you might get jostled. But the you know the right. the seats in the ship will protect you enough for you to be able to get out. Okay. You know? So it all depends on how hard you hit that ground. Okay. How fast you were moving when your ship went soft death, how fast you hit that ground. Now, yeah. the vast majority of the soft deaths will happen in space. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I love a ship. But when I when I when I hear about when when my when you say soft death in the context of death of a spaceman, my brain goes straight to incapacitated. Right. And right. I've got some fan I got some fantastic opportunities for NCAP situations. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Jade, you got any thoughts on that before we move on? Yeah, I just like to reiterate that soft death is is uh like you know mostly a ship thing. But right. I, I could totally see we've seen things like, you know, fire propagation being shown. We've seen um, you know, them talking about um, you know, atmosphere escaping if your life support has, uh, you know, been killed, you know, through soft death. Mm -hmm. So these things are going to affect your character as a result of, you know, fire uses up oxygen, mm -hmm. life support being out mm -hmm. means that you're, you're not replenishing that oxygen, mm -hmm. right? So like now, like Gomab was saying, you become incapacitated because you can't breathe. Um, you know, that's not even being like physically thrown. That's just a ship, a mm -hmm. result of uh, cascading failures, right? Mm -hmm. In the, throughout mm -hmm. the ship. Mm -hmm. So yes, absolutely. Uh, ship soft death will impact, um, you know, some of these things related to your character. Okay. I do want to say one quick thing about uh, NCAP, as far yeah. as that spaceman. I think in NCAP, I should still, we should still be able to like drag ourselves, mm. leaving like a, bloody trail on the ground um and the more energy we exert the the more time we take off mm, of our life timer, timer so yeah. that we may be able to drag ourselves to a safety maybe even drag ourselves to like an elevator or drag ourselves to like a c8r or cutting red or something someplace where we can you know climb like if you've got enough time and energy left to climb into that bed like it all you know it, it, it's like a mini game within itself mm. where you can possibly save yourself not just you go down you got to wait for somebody else so make it be something where yeah i can drag myself to safety mm. put out a medical beacon you know those things i, I would love to see that yeah <laughs> okay all right, we're going to, uh, guys, I, I keep saying we're speed up, but we're having great conversations. I hope you guys are enjoying it too. But we we got like six more things to cover, so we got to make this one quick. <laughs> Salvage. Let's talk about that one real quick. Jade, uh, as you know, the Vulture's out now. Um, the Reclaimer's out now. People are really excited about using them. But this is just tier one, right? The scraping is just the beginning of right. the Salvage career, right? Talk about that a little right. bit. Yeah, so, you know, there are three major uh, types of Salvage, and we just got the first one in 3.18 which is hull scraping um so you know everybody it's got a chance to play around with it um you already know but for those that don't you basically go out and you scrape the skin off of a ship and you get what's called rmc recycle material composite which is highly valuable almost as valuable as quantanium you can take that stuff back and you can sell it um in the future the the later 
um, will have, you know, component salvage where you'll go and strip components off a ship. And I mean, even now, like sometimes when you, you see a ship explode, you'll see those components. You'll see like a gun. You could like take your tractor beam and like move that gun around, but you can't put that on your ship, take it somewhere and sell it. In the future, that would be a thing. Like you'd be able to, you know, sell quantum drive or a cooler or a gun or whatever that you salvaged in addition to the skin that you've, you know, scraped off. And then after that, um, what they call ship munching, which is, I think it's a cute name, which if you've seen the Reclaimer, I think you know what that's all about. You know, you got that big claw, um, you got those grinders, inside it you know like and you know that's where you know now you've you stripped the most expensive stuff off of the ship you strip the skin you've taken all the components off now you're just getting like down into the raw materials whatever else just gets ground up um and then you know that too would be something that you could sell you're just going to consume all of the rest of that ship absolutely um Go about talk a little bit about, about the future of salvage in the sense of gameplay. You know, what are some opportunities? Because uh, you know, there's this whole industrial career. There are some people who this. I mean, right now, most people I've heard they're out there with a the vulture. Their attitude is like, this is really relaxing, kind of like mining. You know what I mean? But w what is like some bigger gameplay aspects of this when it comes to these ships, the um, the uh, the vulture and the reclaimer? Because I'm sure you've you've had a chance to go on the reclaimer, right? Have you done the multi crew on it? Yeah, and people are pretty excited um, for that. Just for the, it, it's it's barely got all of its salvaging, and people are excited about that already. I mean, there's always you know the um, there's going to be more competition, whether it be mm. PVE or PVP, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, player competition. I mean, maybe there's like you know there's a like hell there <laughs> there might be a certain thing where you know I. If I get if I'm getting attacked, I should have a prompt that says send up a, a mayday mm. for all ships in the region to come help. Mm. Now, I may be in my combat ship where <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm gonna come help. Mm -hmm. Or I may be in my salvage ship where <laughs> I, I'm gonna go and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But I may not be alone. Yeah. Right? Um, especially when there's, uh, the, the possibility of, yeah, even though the ship has experienced soft death, the question is, once we have repair in the game, will that soft death ship be able to be pulled back from that state, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Will they be able to recover <clears throat> that ship in any way? And... So like so th 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 there's a lot of questions. Yeah. A lot of potential gameplay um yeah. paths. Like if that ship can be brought back from soft death, then yeah, maybe that that guy, you know, that guy's org is going to show up to keep all the all the uh the 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 scavengers off while the um while the repair ship, the 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 Vulcan, right? Is the the repair ship mm -hmm. uh, shows up. And the Crucible, and, yeah, Vulcan. And the Crucible, yeah. Vulcan, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it comes and 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 does its thing. So, yeah. 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 Salvage. We'll I'm glad you said that because salvage is also about recovery too, right? It's not right. necessarily about breaking the minerals down to their base, you know, scrunching them up and all the other stuff. Salvage can also be like like you were saying and what Jay was saying. If 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 a ship has been blown up and I need somebody to go out there and get the parts for me because my stuff's floating around, right? 
That could be right. a whole nother dynamic of salvage too. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not hiring you to munch my ship up. I'm hiring you to go out there and get my stuff so I can take it in and get it fixed. Or I'm hiring you to go get the flight data recorder so mm. I can press charge. Salvage, on the another form of salvage, action. another form of salvage. Yeah, what are you gonna say, Jane? Oh, to answer Go to Map's question. So one of the things we've been talking about, um, you know, with, with soft death is, um, you know, that it's, well, we haven't actually talked about it, but it's it's an intermediate state between what we used to have with ships that's blowing up and what's going to be component damage. Mm -hmm. So to answer GoMap's question, it may not be with soft death, but when we get component damage, mm -hmm. that right. ship that had so many failed components to where it can't fly anymore, that then that can be repaired. Those right. components can be replaced or repaired with, uh, you know, like you said, like a crucible or a, a vulture. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, show up with a ship with a whole bunch of components in it just to replace yeah. the powers, power cores, the coolers, maybe the quantum drive and the shield generator yep. just to get it limping back to someplace where it can, you know, get repaired. So mm -hmm. I think there's a lot, there's a lot to that. That's going to go into that. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, well, guys, just so you know, the reclaimer, if you're digging the reclaimer now, you still got tractor beam you still got uh late uh, not lasers uh drones, drones drones that are coming i mean it, it is a that I, right now it takes four or five people to do the operation just doing that little bit of scraping let alone you start getting into real heavy salvaging so it'll be something else to look forward to it's a pretty pretty cool mechanic uh let's talk about ship prices uh the future of ship prices cash versus uec we've talked about this in the past before that we pretty much believe that the numbers we have now will probably change uh, especially in game, whether they'll change in relation to real money. You know, there's been increases over the years of certain ships. Certain ships have just gone up by 20 bucks, 15 bucks. Other ships have literally gone up by hundreds of dollars. Um, what are the possible in-game price increases and will they be still sold for cash later? Jade, let me start with you on this one. Cash versus so, UEC. Any thoughts? Right. So way way back when they first added ship purchasing in game uh some of you may remember that the hammerhead was 22 times more expensive in auec than it you know would have been uh mm -hmm. in in dollars and a long time ago way before that chris roberts mentioned that uh ships that were bought you know as pledges would be at a severe discount a serious discount compared to what their in-game cost would, would be, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I remember people were, you know, like, wow, this is crazy that Hammerhead's 22 times more expensive. But I remember that that statement that uh, Chris Robertson made, and I, I think that was probably more in line with what we'll see later, right? Mm -hmm. When the game is in a much more developed state. Right now they want us, you know, testing all these things, so these ships won't be like, you know, super hard to get in game. Um, but I think that that will be harder. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like a crazy grind, but I think it'll be, uh, harder to earn them, which might mean that they're more expensive than they are now with in game money in the future. But that's just me speculating. It's nothing official. Yeah. Go mob. Let me ask you a question. You've played elite dangerous. Um, and as you know, one of the difficulties with elite is that there are people who literally have earned millions, if not billions of dollars. I mean, they've got so much money, they don't know what to do with it. And to a certain degree, it is, 
it has made them, you know, not want to play the game anymore. The goal of the goal is no longer about, you know what I mean? Acquiring money. Cause they've just got so much money, right? Uh, what is CIG got to worry about that? Is they, have they got to worry about creating a balance that, you know, doesn't make a ship so far out of reach that I've got to literally, those of you who played Eve, you know, first time you see a Titan, you say, oh my God, a Titan. I can't wait to get a Titan. In real time, it takes three months for a Titan to be built in the game. Not to mention the amount of time and effort you have to do to get the blueprints, materials. I think it costs like in real money now. Back when I was playing it, it was like in real dollars, it was like $3,000 to get a Titan. I think now they say a, a Titan runs between $3,800 and $4,500 in real US dollars for that ship now. So, you know, you and, and you have to work your way up to even be able to skill up to get one. Well, with CIG, the difference in E, by the way, is that one person can fly a Titan. One person can't do a Javelin. How will they keep the interest in the future with UEC versus cash? Well, it, you know, is there going to be some balance that they have to do so that you don't spend five years to get a Javelin, but also not get one within one month? So the cost of the ships, whether it be cash or UEC, at release, it's just going to be a proxy for time. And I say that because there's going to be a cost for the ship. It doesn't matter if the ship cost 1 million UEC or 10 million UEC. It'll be based or upon the economy. Billion mm -hmm. UEC. If it takes me or if it takes looking at analytics, if it takes the average player six weeks mm -hmm. in order to make that much money, mm -hmm. and that's how long they say, hey, look, we don't want anybody to jump in here and zero to hero to this ship in a week, mm -hmm. right? We want you to grind up through this for at least six to eight weeks. or you shouldn't be able to even think about getting an Idris mm. or a hammerhead zero to hero, unless you've been in this game for a solid six months. Mm. And that's if you're saving up every single penny you earn, mm. right? Mm. So how much money, let's say starting at a Aurora or any other of the starter ships, let's just say you play eight hours a day and you take the most efficient money-making path that we have available in the economy how much money can they generate in that time period that we think you should have to take to buy this ship that's your price mm. i've heard people say that some ships idrises javelins uh are ships that should be almost group effort to purchase versus a solo person being able exactly. to solo for. So take that same situation. Mm -hmm. Let's say it needs to be 10 people to come together to buy an interest mm -hmm. at least mm -hmm. zero to hero. If they take the most efficient path of making money, mm -hmm. how, how long will that take? And we don't want you to be able to even think about that for the first six to seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve months. Mm. So this is how much it's got to cost. Now, if you want to drop four thousand dollars in the cash store instead of 
taking that time, then hey, who am I to tell you where to spend your money, rich boy? Okay. You still got to maintain it with AUEC. You still right? got to maintain it, right? So they should. So the prices of the ships should go up significantly. Let's just start with adding a zero to everything, mm-hmm. and then work from there. Um, in the cash store and say, hey, it's still available, but yeah, if you want a freaking, uh, if you want an MSR, it's going to cost you, you know, two grand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to 240 bucks. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, we don't want you to just be able to buy the ships. If you wanted those things, you should have, you should have supported development when it was at 10% of the current cost. Mm. Mm. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. price today is not the price it was yesterday. <laughs> okay. It is not going to be the price, the price it is up. later. It's not going to be the same price later, basically. Okay. Right. Jade, you got any thoughts before we move on? Or did uh, Go Mob hit it? Whatever you want to say. No, he, he hit every single thing I was thinking of. I mean, okay. you know, other, like I said, it, it, you can have a Javelin, mm-hmm. but what are you going to do with a Javelin as a solo player, yeah. right? Oh, you can buy all these NPCs. Oh, you're going to spend all this money to maintain it. Look how much it costs to fuel an 890 jump. Oh. And then, at, you know, times that by five or 10, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what a Javelin's going to cost to run. Yeah. Look, if you want to buy a Javelin, Pull it out of the, pull it off the the space dock, set it up right next to, right outside of Armistice and backspace and blow that thing up. That's on you. Look, I don't care. If that's what you want to do with it, that's how you, if you want to spend two years of your life scrimping and saving and and, and playing grinding this game, just so you can self-destruct your javelin in front of Port Tressler. <laughs> have at Who it. Who am I? Have at it all. Who am I to tell you that you're wrong? Okay. All right, <laughs> listen, we're going to skip one of these. So guys, I'm going to skip this next subject because I want I do need to wrap this show up. Uh, we were going to talk about starter ships, but I think everybody's familiar with those and the future of starter ships. They're, they're going to be around. That's basically what the answer is for that. But I do want to talk about travel because um, this comes up from time to time travel times um those of you who were around for a long time will remember how joyous it was when we were able to leave port olisar and fly to damar or even more to fly to hurston and i remember flying to hurston took 15 minutes (laughs) and we were like 15 minutes are you serious um and over time cig has tweaked that some of us remember when we would stand down at the train for hurston the Hurston clock used to be what, three and a half minutes, four minutes to wait on the next train, something like that when it first came out. And they have tweaked that. Uh, they tweak these times. And a lot of times people have said, oh, nobody's gonna wanna wait around. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. And Jade, I'm gonna touch on you a little bit from the science side of this, because uh-huh. Stanton, as we know, <laughs> yes, Stanton, as we know, is not a huge system in Star right. Citizen, right? Yeah, so talk correct. a little bit about that, like maybe Pyro or even other systems you may know when it talks about travel times, you think, do you think CIG will once again tweak it a little bit more? Yeah. So before, you know, going into the future, we got to look back to the past a little bit. When we originally got quantum travel, I don't know, Griff, because um, it was before my time, but mm-hmm. I came in in 2.5. When did we actually, when could we actually leave uh, like Port Olisar and go quantum around? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't remember because I remember the okay. first place I went to was Daymar. I remember that. Okay. That was the big thing was Daymar. 
Okay. Anybody remember somebody in chat? Remember when that was when we were able to leave Port O? Because it used to be you could just go to the moons. Two point four. Oh, Captain just, No Pants says you could just go to the stations. We couldn't even you could really go to, like. Yeah. Cry, cryo, what's the what's it called? Cry, cry Astro, Astro, and the orbitals. The, uh, the, SPK, S, uh, uh, SPK uh, was there. Security Post Korea, yeah, and Grim Hex, Grim Hex, and uh, if you were a criminal, and the ICC probe where, ICC where Tessa probe, was, right, who would send you out on those other missions? Yes, that was all that we had. Yes, yes. Right. So, so the original quantum travel system was built for that. It was a very, very small area that we were covering. What they found when we got 3.0 was that the, you know, the speeds that we were going were based on the lore of the quantum drives that we had in Star Citizen could go no, no, no faster than 20% the speed of light, right? So, you know, speed of light is, is pretty <laughs> fast, right? But in uh, 20% is faster than anything we have today. However, in, for a game, uh, we found out when we got just the moons of uh, Crusader mm -hmm. in, in 3.0 that quantum travel was, you know, kind of slow, right? And then when we got Hurston as the first planet that we could go to, um, then that's when people really started to complain. This takes too long. We need to be able to go faster. And I don't know if CIG ever officially retconned the lore, but, you know, you can actually look, um, you know, and... Uh, Urkel and these other sites that let you see what what uh, quantum drive can go. Mm -hmm. You can see they go all the way up to like one that goes ninety seven percent the speed of light. Yep. Now, right, and so that was you know the past and and where we are today. Um, Stanton, as you know, Grosset is a fairly compact system. Uh, the planets are orbits are fairly close together, and we we know these exist in real life as well. So it's it is realistic that you could have a compact a compact system. Um, however, the you know some of the systems that we're getting uh, are far larger, right? So the distances between the planets are far larger, um, and it's going to take longer to go because they said they will not exceed the speed of light if you had a quantum drive that exceeds exceeds the speed of light then you've now broken the lore of the game you've broken the reason that we have jump points there's a whole lot of reasons why you don't want to break the speed of light um so they can't do what they did before and say okay now you can go two times the speed of light <laughs> so people are going to have to get used to this idea that you want to hang around a certain area. Like maybe you just want to hang out mm -hmm. in the equivalent of the Aaron Halo, or maybe you want to hang out around a, a certain planet and landing zone or station. You're not going to be zipping you know, back and forth across systems like we do now with Stanton and some of these larger systems, because it's just, it's going to take a lot of time. I mean, you can do it, you'll be able to do it, but you know, if you have a 1C limit, 100% uh, the speed of light limit, or 99%, let's say, um, then you, it's going to be a long, uh, long road to get to A to B. Yeah, yeah. good points. Thank you. Uh, Gomop, I'm going to put in chat, by the way, there's a quantum travel calculator. I just dropped it into chat. If you guys haven't seen that, take a look at it. It will give you the times based upon what component quantum drive you have in your ship to get from different locations and the pros and cons on those. So take a look at it if you get some time. Uh, go mob, travel times go beyond just ships, right? There's also elevators. <laughs> How do you feel about like the idea of the more instantaneous travel, uh, CIG, 
at one point I thought they kind of had the travel times in a good place, but then as the stations grew and we started getting not only um, uh, the uh, on the stations we have, uh, what do they call them, hangars, and then we had like the uh, docking collars, right, where the big ships were, it kind of took a couple seconds to get to docking collars. They tried to shave that down. Then they became back almost instantaneous. And then, to be honest with you, me and a lot of other people said, it's too fast. That instantaneous thing was like, it broke the immersion a little bit because we've gotten used to having a little bit of time going between those locations. Same thing with the trams. What are your thoughts about this thing with the trams and stuff? Does, does it bother you? Are you comfortable with those times, that extra 45 seconds or whatever it takes to get from here to there? Uh, when you're doing Seas of Orison, you've got to take that tram to get way out to the thing. How do you feel about travel times in relation to vehicles and stuff and elevators? I'm good with it. I'm 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 good with there being some travel time. Mm -hmm. I understand it's going to be a sliding scale that they're going to continually be working on and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the uh, the the turbo lift concept kind of you know of things mm -hmm. where um, you know they're they're going really freaking fast. Like these aren't you know you know uh, uh, what are they, chain driven or whatever. Uh, uh, how elevators, uh, the cable driven elevators or belt driven, even mm -hmm. elevators, these are going really, really fast. Mm -hmm. And these stations are really, really big, yeah. you yeah. know, so they should, they should go really, really fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it should still take a the, little bit of time. Feeling of time I, passing. I, 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 mm -hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, door closes, door opens and I'm here. Mm -hmm the teleportation thing i i do like the, the 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 travel time i can't wait i mean you know there's going to be a day where the game has been optimized enough to where like you're riding in an elevator and it's a window and you mm -hmm. can see you know what's going on and mm -hmm. where, where you're traversing kind of like you are on those trams um i i think that'll be fantastic yeah uh, when you do that like yeah but I, that's, you know, CIG, I'm not asking you to work on that now. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the Hurston CBD, I've always hoped that those elevators at the CBD, you know, the ones that go up outside, that they're glass. I've always thought that would be right. just such a cool view to be able to see from yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I asked Jared, I said, well, we, this is before we got to Hurston. I said, will we ever have like a elevator that's like the, you know, futuristic glass elevator, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can see outside and then they put one in the mall and worse. And, uh, but I do hope we get to see, you know, actually, like you said, um, mm -hmm. on the big building, the big Hurston Dynamics building, cause that's, those elevators take so long to go up there and it would be a great view, especially with the new reworked Warville. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I wanted to, I, I wanted to go really fast, and for you to be like <laughs> looking out the window, like holy smokes, we're moving. You, you know want you want like, your knees to bend like they do when you get. <laughs> well, no, because I, I want there to be some kind of inertial inertia dampening in oh, it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I don't feel it. Mm -hmm. But, but you, know, you look out the window, and this everything's a blur. That would be cool. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, on a building like that too, because that's a big building, like Jade said. You know, it's a yeah. pretty big climb. I love it. Okay. All right, we hit the travel times. Last but not least, this is when we had a great conversation with before the show, jump points. What? And as, as you guys know, um, I have, we have wormholes up here in Stargates and I was explaining uh, to the cast that the reason why I have Stargates up is because CIG did show us a stabilizing gate at one point when we first were introduced to jumping. Now they've made it clear that wormholes will be the means of how we will move back and forth. 
But I proposed the question to Jade and Gomob about because they did do that, do you think that they would ever in the future possibly implement a form of a Stargate for some reason? Now that reason could be anything from a race that we don't know about, a system, uh, some technology that's developed later. Maybe there's even some storyline about somebody trying to build one. I'm, I'm not proponent for one or against it. I'm only saying it because if you guys remember back in, I think it was 2019 when they first showed us the jump uh, into Pyro, they used a stabilizing gate as the means. But later they did introduce showing us the size of a wormhole. And we could talk about, Jade mentioned some real good points about in games like Eve, people are quite often people say, oh, I'm going to sit outside of a wormhole and capture people. Ah, ah, ain't happening. And we'll talk about why we don't believe that'll happen. So go back. Let me go to you first on this one. And I'll conclude with Jade on this about jump points and, 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 and wormholes. Uh, you've talked about the fact that these systems are going to be big and traveling from one location to another. Like, for example, in the Elite, you can spend weeks traveling across the systems. Yeah. Even with 100 systems, you don't have to have like the millions that, that Elite has. It's still going to take time to use these jump points, right? And get around them and, and safely, safely. Yep. I, you know, so they have said there, there are going to be stable jump points and unstable jump points, mm -hmm. right? There are going to be some that are temporary passages mm -hmm. that are only open for a while. That's yeah, if you have, you know, and they'll they'll be different sizes, right? Mm -hmm. And you can go through them based upon the size of your ship. Um, the stable ones, I think, is what we saw representation of, right? And and those videos where they had built up infrastructure around them. Um, and I I think that was mostly. I don't think that was. I don't think the infrastructure was meant as a stabilizing force of the jump point, I think the jump point had to already be stable before they say, okay, we're going to build something here because this jump point is persistent. Um, the unstable jump points, I don't know if, if, you, if you don't know, like we don't know if we're going to have an idea or have information on how long that unstable jump right. point will remain open right you know we could just hey it's unstable travel travel Take your through risk. there at Take the your risk. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you might be able to make it back or it might slam shut behind you and you got to find another way home yeah right yeah. or you know if it's an unstable jump point you send a probe through it comes back oh it, it takes me to a system that a stable jump point goes to, but it takes me to another spot in that system that may be more advantageous for trade routes or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can use it. You can come back through it if it's still available, but if it's not, you still got the stable jump point, right? You can make those, those decisions. So when we saw those, that, that infrastructure built around the jump points, I don't think it was, it didn't have any interaction directly with the jump points. I just believe it was, it was infrastructure like as a, like a, a base camp, so to speak, mm -hmm. or, you know, a, a, you know, so like, Hey, stop here, restock before you go into the, right. um, in, into this other system, you know, Hey, this is a place where you could drop cargo, uh, or you're afraid at, you know, and, and disperse it through the system that you're going to, you're coming from, 
or this is where you can pick up passengers that need to go to the other place, or this is where security can be stationed mm. in order so that mm. if there is a threat that comes through this stable, they're mm. able to deploy quickly. Mm. Good. So that's what I think we saw in those videos, not necessarily stabilizing infrastructure. Right. Jade, what are your thoughts about the wormholes? Talk about that. What, right. we, what we did. Yeah, see later. exactly. I, I, and I love the fact that you you keep calling them wormholes because that's actually what they are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to go back to the whole lore about uh, jump gates. Or sorry, <laughs> jump points. They're not jump gates, right? Um, was it? You know, the first one was found uh, out beyond Neptune. Uh, in an area that ships were disappearing, called the Nessa Triangle, mm -hmm. and these are spherical right in nature which is why it makes no sense to call them jump gates because they're not you don't gate something that's spherical mm -hmm. right and what we saw um in 2019 when they showed the jump point after that they made a point to not have that infrastructure there because they specifically said they didn't want people to think this was a jump gate and that that infrastructure was creating the the jump point um you know, jump points can exist, they exist naturally. And in Star Citizen lore, the infrastructure, like GoMap was saying, can be used to stabilize, uh, you know, jump points. And, you know, there was a system that got cut off entirely called Oritani uh, because its jump point collapsed, right? Mm -hmm. So that might be something we, we can find at some point in the game, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as far as jump points go, um, you know, these things are immense. Um, People compare this to Eve a lot and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to camp these jump jump gates, they call them. They're not. Uh, and, you know, the reason is try to camp something the size of Microtech mm -hmm. that's spherical, that you can enter and exit from any of those angles, right? And that's what a lot of people, I don't think, uh, understand. understand that mm -hmm. These are not, these are the, the, even this uh, CIG's the devs have said this over and over that these are like Swiss cheese. They're not, mm -hmm. um, you know, a, a flat pain that you go through, right. but um, some narrow that, tunnel. There's some narrow yeah. tunnel that you line up with it's, and go through, right? Right, right. This is something that's going to be uh, something that people can enter and exit, you know, from, from multiple places. And mm -hmm. it's not going to be something that's easy for even a large org to camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, one of the things that they showed us when we did watch the demonstration that we do know was confirmed was Chris talked about the dangers of navigating these as well, right? Uh, they're not just something that you just fly into and you're going to get into this autopilot mode, at least not initially. There will be an actual aspect of flying through these, uh, these natural phenomenon. Um, if you don't navigate it correctly, there's, first of all, there's the possibility of being kicked out someplace that you never expected to be kicked out and having to figure out where you are. Secondly, there's a dynamic, I think, of even possible damage in the process of that. We don't know. Um, but he said that it, navigating is not going to be an easy thing. Now, there will be some computers and some ships that are much more capable and equipped to navigate these. The Carrick is one of them. Some of you remember when you watch the Carrick's animations, <clears throat> there are these extending antennas that come out of it that are designed to be able to help with navigation. And that information and data is collected so that now our ships are supposed to have what uh, what do they call them the computers jay that um the uh they want to put on the ships for navigating through wormholes uh there's, yeah, there's so another the term there's a, navigation computers navigation nav computers the navigation computers yeah, right computer. and those are supposed to be able to record that information so that once you've recorded it when you go through the wormhole next time it is much easier to do 
Um, but again, and the Banu have special ones. Banu's are really cool because theirs are generational. They retain their yeah. information on their ships, which is makes them. I'm wondering if they're going to put that into Banu ships. I've talked to some folks about that. I, that might give people too much of an edge that Banu ships can do it too easy, but we'll have to see right. what happens with that. Um, but yeah, that, that should be a, that should be part of the the data gameplay, right? I should be able to buy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Data. Yes. Absolutely. That's part of what the whole data transferring and selling of information is supposed to be about. Uh, you could do it manually. It's not that you can't do it, but your risk factor is much higher when you do that. And Jade, I'm glad you mentioned about the size of wormholes. I know a lot of us have watched DS9 and we can see the scale and size of that wormhole, but you don't really get a real good idea of how big that thing is. Uh, the wormholes, even the one that they showed, the CIC showed in their demonstration, it's humongous. It's yeah. big, 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 big. <laughs> yeah, think of the gas clouds that we have in game right now, mm -hmm. and, and that's what you're looking at. Yeah, very, very big, very, very big, yeah. Okay. That's it. Jump points. We are, oh God, two and a half hours into this show. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys. We hope that you guys, uh, hopefully we shared some good information with you all. For those of you who may not know about things that are supposed to come up later, we didn't even go into too much stuff that was in the game back in the day that's supposed to come back like Tessa. I think you mentioned that Jade. The yeah, ICC repair droids. Repair droids. Oh God. Yes. We used to have the repair droids. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about that was in the game that's been removed that's supposed to come back later as well. But hopefully we brought some clarity to you guys talking about tier zero, tier one stuff and how ZIG wants to be able to expand that stuff a little bit later. So I want to thank Jade and GoMob for their infinite we information. Q&A questions? You know what? I don't know. Do we? I think we might. Let's see. Please don't. Oh, there's one. I thought I saw one. There's one. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is this from this week? No, this is from yesterday. <laughs> there was one that somebody put in when they did the sub thing. Uh, but okay. that, that questionnaire is from, uh, from, uh, soul voices. I know somebody typed something into the sub thing. Uh, let me look real quick. How much now that was from yesterday. How much do you think? Yo, 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 everyone. Yeah. Okay. Unless this is in chat. Now, maybe somebody put something in chat and I might've missed it. But there's nothing in our uh, in our thingy here talking about questions. So, all right, thank you guys so much uh, for coming. You just saw our merchandise fly up on the screen. Um, if you guys are interested in supporting us through merch, we really do appreciate that as always. Uh, let's talk about what we got coming up this next week. Uh, Go mob, would you talk about Soul Talk and Jay? We talk about voices, and I'll talk about next week's show. Yeah, come join us on uh, Thursday evening, nine o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, come join us in, 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 on the show. It'll be a time for you to come and uh, join the conversation. We are going to be talking about uh, uh, things that are happening in the uh, Star Citizen community, specifically uh, inside Star Citizen and the state of the game, if there's any patches come out. And it's really an interactive show. So join us on Discord. Become a part of the show, man, and let your... Uh, let, let your voice be heard here uh, here on uh, Soul Citizen and Soul Talk. You get to have fun with uh, Fast Card and his terrible jokes. <laughs> so true. So true. true. So true. Jay, what you got? <clears throat> yeah, so um, Soul Voices is on Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. At 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's a, it's a really fun show. Um, they usually, we ha usually have somebody 
somebody on, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Griff. And um, I don't know. Do the will the player haters show up? Player haters may show up. They haven't been there since in 2023. We've got to get the player haters to come back. Yeah, I was going to say it's about time. That. It is. It is yeah. about time. Yeah. It's a fun show. That's the main thing, and it's part of a whole bunch of shows. Uh, you know, on Saturday, that's mm -hmm. like sort of like a, a little network of uh, shows. Like you got the Astro Pub. Mm -hmm. um, there's Relay Station. Yep. Those two are the ones we backed up. Yep. Yeah. All part of Saturday yeah. afternoon and Saturday evening. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And next week, our show is going to be called Ghost Speed Racer. Those of you who are into racing, those of you who aren't into racing, you know that racing has become very popular in the Star Citizen universe. We just finished the Daymar Rally. We've got the Stanton 7 coming up. There are new racetracks that have been implemented into the verse in 318. There's the nice little PTV cart racing place that is very cool and exciting and fun. There's a lot of stuff about racing. Some of you own racing ships and you've never been able to really start putting them into use. You've been able to do some canyons and some stuff that you've made on your own, but now CIG has truly supported and sponsored racing in a really big way. So next week on next Sunday, we're going to be talking about what does it mean to get into racing, the racing mechanics. Hopefully 318 will be going out a little bit further. It's in wave two now. Hopefully it'll maybe be in the PTU for everybody. We'll have to see what happens and you'll be able to experience it. But that's going to be our show on next Sunday. Yeah, and Stanton 7 has been renamed, rebranded as oh, yeah? System 7 oh. because, you know, we are on a road to Pyro. There you go. And so why why Looking let Stanton the be the limit? Now yeah. and later, right? That's what yep. it was now. Now and later. That's why, that's why I added it in there. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, so hopefully you guys will be able to join us next week. I want to give a special thanks to GoMab and Jade for doing the extra this week because they covered a lot of material. So thank both of you guys for that. Thank you guys. Those of you who subscribed, I want to give a shout out to Thrakazog. Thank you, Thrakazog. Abdi Johan, thank you. Saw you guys subbed and I didn't get to mention it earlier, but thank you for that. We really appreciate you as always. Don't forget uh, to follow us on all of our social media. We are going to be doing a raid to Dark Hour 717. I don't think we've ever raided Dark Hour before, so we're going to do that oh, this yeah, week. Dark Hour. He so makes great videos. He, he does. Yeah. I saw him. I'm like, shoot, let's raid him. So when you get over there, give Dark Hour a shout. Let them know you came over from the Soul Citizens. If you like what you see, follow and like them. And hopefully we'll see you guys this week on our other shows. And of course, don't forget next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Jay, go mop. Thank yeah. you guys both. Thank you. To you guys, stay healthy, stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys real soon. Take care. Peace. Bye. Put exclamation raffle and that will give you your entry again that's exclamation